suck. What the hell is even that? Okay, we're recording. People, people, people. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Live from the 715. I'm your host, Big Daddy, along with my co-host, Hollow. We were supposed to have a third guest today, but I'm pretty sure he's still sleeping or hungover because his car's not in his driveway. His car is still at Wayne's place. So... After Bar got the best of Roberto. Well, that's what happens when <clears throat> you just want to give her all night long. Man, well, if I don't know. Who all, after I left, where'd you guys go? Uh, we went to Good Vibes. and Was Timmy there? Timmy was there. Well, that's all I need to tell you. They went to After Bar at the old Kelly Garage. I would not And they were that. probably up till 6 in the morning. Because that's what they do. Yep. And uh, they were also, uh, Anne was in Vegas, and so she also brought back for Noel a... Like, Big old cock-shaped cock. uh, <laughs> shot glass, but it had just the littlest hole at the top to both pour and drink out of, and I, I was joking with her earlier, I'm like, well, you should put rum shot in there, and I'll watch you do that. <laughs> and then... Uh, one of the dipshits that lives in town. <laughs> Somebody took a Snapchat of him doing it because he was drunk. And yeah, it looked like he was jerking off a homeless guy <laughs> into his mouth. <laughs> well, then also. <laughs> because uh, it was just trickling out of this. It was trickling out of, out of it. Out of this cock shaped shot glass. And then somebody went and shoved it in his mouth and like, he <laughs> yeah. was swallowing it. Took the yeah, whole as, as glass he was, cock. As he was getting towards the end, somebody just pushed his hands of the shot glass, went right in his mouth. It was the most disgusting slash funny thing I ever seen. Yeah, that was actually really hilarious. <clears throat> it will live in infamy. Well, we got to that point because last night we decided to be a couple gentlemen's, me, you, and Roberto, to go uh, go hit a supper club here in town at the old Antlers, and we're gonna form a new group called either the Gentlemen's Supper Club Group or. What did I say? The Supper Club Gents. Oh, that, that, that one wouldn't work. Right. Yeah. We could put that on a friggin' t-shirt. Mm-hmm. SCG. Yeah. Supper Club Gents. And then it'll have an old-fashioned and a steak on the back. Oh, I got ideas, boy. Boy, I just thought of that right now. And then, uh, <laughs> well, I took a picture of us at uh, the Supper Club <clears throat> last night, and I put it on my Snapchat, and... Well, we got a At lot least of... two or three people are like, well, you got to let us know the ratings of those. So we're like, well, you can catch it on live from the 715. <laughs> and they're like, I don't even know what that is. I'm like, yeah, only like 10 people do. Oh, but we, they... got, we got some more followers now, oh, too. Do we? Yeah, we do. Awesome. Yeah. I uh, can't wait for the day when we're sponsored by Extra Sharp Ginger Brandy. <laughs> And then Omaha Steaks comes and gives us yeah. a big, you know, big meat package. And three Chi Delta 8 gummies. Speaking of that, uh, before we continue on with the Supper Club thing, uh, one our friend Ann, her and her fiancé, they went to Vegas and they came <clears> back <throat> on Friday. And somehow I got some vitamins. And those vitamins worked very well. It was one of the most best experiences I ever had from a gummy. We actually did it for um, 
Yeah, right before we, we ate. Research. Well, you did it for research. We were uh, we were I'm, sitting I'm, at the bar I'm, at the I'm, supper club. <laughs> when it comes to fun times, I'm big into research and development. <laughs> a lot of money goes to my R&D as a human being. <laughs> I don't know if you know this now, but I'm into analytics, and I just want to see what works best. <laughs> but let me tell you, that was the best. So you, Yeah, that's what you said. You said it was actually a perfect kind of feeling that you had yeah it was all sativa no indica no hybrid just all laugh and energy it was great and as you said it tasted I, like uh flintstone vitamins yeah it tastes like a cherry or orange flintstone vitamin i'm like i'm gonna take this whole bottle <laughs> well you took one and then a little bit later on you just you took a, a half of one like three hours later i took another half one and that just yeah that was perfect and then I got a pizza, a frozen. Yeah, one. which I couldn't understand because we oh, just yeah. got done eating. I didn't. I didn't eat it, by the way. <laughs> I just I brought it home, and I'm like, "Why did I get this?" You threw it in the freezer. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, yeah. When, well, well. Let's see. Where were we backtracking to? I took one a half hour before we ate, and that's when it. I lasted a good three hours before I had to take another half one, but I, I had a very little hangover. Mixing all the alcohol in that last night, but... But we were pounding the drinks down at the supper club. Yeah, old fashions. And they're good old fashions, it's just, I, ugh. The service behind the bar. I don't know if it's me in particular, but somebody just refuses to serve me drinks there. Walks right by me like I don't even exist. Eh, fuck ya. Zero tip, asshole. That's why we don't have our meetings there anymore. Did you leave a tip for the waiter? Yeah, he was a really he, the waiter was good. Yeah, he was a, he was a, he was a little scrawny, uh, you know, trying to make his way through the world, probably out and back smoking weed between his breaks. <laughs> I, I <laughs> he probably had those. <laughs> I, I should have gave him a vitamin for as a tip. As a tip. <laughs> hey, you look like the kind of guy who goes in the back and smokes some reefer. Here, try one of these. Hey, but a half hour before you're uh, ready to go home, why don't you slip one of these uh, Flintstone vitamins right after down you're here. done. After you're done with this, you're probably going to need to get somewhere <clears throat> safe. Right down your craw. But, uh, yeah, so we, we're going to start this uh, once a month. We're going to go somewhere in our area. We'll drift over into the 920, I'm sure, but those will be rogue missions. The rest of them will be in the 715. Yep. As true to the podcast, but uh, we'll find a supper club once a month. Go hit it up. We'll give you a review on here. And uh, last night was the first one, Antlers and Bondwell, Wisconsin. What did you think of the food? It was okay. I mean, it wasn't stellar, but it was par for the course, good food. And you had the ribeye, I had the ribeye medium rare, but it was like, I don't know, it seemed like it was a thin steak, but it took up the whole plate. Yeah. Um, But then when I cut into it, I'm like, this ain't medium rare. It was more medium. It was more medium. But I'm like, whatever. Yours looked more medium rare. Mine looked more medium rare. I, yeah, you had the prime I, rib. I got the prime rib. Prime that, rib was good. It was. I mean, it was tender. Yeah. Well, I, I had those uh, roasted potato wedges, and I, <laughs> I bit into one of those right away, and I'm like, oh, God, volcano. <laughs> and I just, like, I wasn't talking for a while because I, I didn't want to spit my food out onto my plate. I was just sitting there. <sighs> I'm like, oh no, I'm out of whiskey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I guess 
someone's finally going to use this flower vase on the table that has water in it. Because <laughs> they don't have pitchers. It looks like a, I don't know, it's those fancy wine, uh, wine pitchers. Pours, yeah. that, and they just put water in it. I'm like, come on, bud. What are you doing? Quit trying to church it up. This is Bondwell. Exactly. But no, otherwise the food's pretty good. A little salad, a little... Oh, their chicken enchilada oh. soup was fucking dynamite. Yes, it was. We all had the chicken enchilada soup. Yeah. Because you get your choice then, like, for your meal, you have uh, your choice of a salad or... Well, we all got salad. We'd either get... Yep. Uh, and then you either got soup or... Tomato juice. Tomato juice. I don't I don't understand that one. My, my parents, when they go there, my dad always gets the tomato juice. It's just a glass of tomato juice? Just a glass of tomato juice. Cold? Yep. Weird. Why wouldn't you want chicken enchilada soup instead? Well, a lot of times, like, this was weird because usually they only have, like, one soup choice. Like, last night they had the two soup choices. It was I forgot what was the other one. Was it cream of potato, I think they said? Maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw it on the menu. Cream of potato. And then it was the chicken enchilada. And, well, we knew exactly what we were going for. Yeah. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, give me it. Come on. And I have shit. I, if they had that on the menu by itself, I would have took a whole bowl of that. Because it was delicious. It, it was really good, yes. Very good job on the uh, chicken enchilada soup. And Robert had uh, he scallops. Had scallops. Yep. And some steamed broccoli. He must uh, <laughs> Maybe he's got the diabetes or something. I don't know. <laughs> we were making jokes head. last night about uh, taking the steamed broccoli and baking it in, or uh, cooking it in bacon grease. Oh, yeah. I'm like, can I get the broasted broccoli? Because we were like, what is broasted? And I'm like, pretty sure you just air fry it in bacon grease. <laughs> like, can I get the broasted broccoli? <laughs> I mean, it's got to be good, right? Right. <laughs> well, like those broccoli and cauliflower bites that you get in a, a munchy basket at a bar. Yep. I was even talking to uh, one of the girls I know. Uh, she uh, uh, texted me this morning. Ooh. No. Um, <laughs> I know. I'm just yeah, But she saw my snap, and then, you know, because I took the snap of us three saying that we were going to start doing a supper club tour kind of thing. And uh, she's like, oh, you're going to have to let me know how it was. And I said, well, I'm like, you can, you know. Tune in. Tune in on uh, Live from 715 podcast show. I'm like, because we're going to start doing that once a month. And then uh, she was saying, well, what are you guys all planning on doing? I said, well, once a month we're going to go to a different one. She goes, well, how you guys figure out where to go? I said, well, maybe we'll put. Um, all the supper clubs around the area in a jar, and then we'll go and we'll grab one, and then that will be the next one that we just go to. like the Royal Rumble. We'll yeah. pick them out of that Pabst bucket over there. Yeah. So I, well, we got the next one because I really want to go to it, and I mentioned it, and we already agreed mm-hmm. to go. We're gonna go to uh, Crops over yep. in Mill Center, out behind like Maplewood Meats off of uh, Highway Twenty Nine. Yep. And because uh, I've never been there, I've heard they're Food's fantastic. That would be in the 920. Yeah, it's a rogue mission. Undercover, behind enemy lines. <laughs> As we walk in. There we should, are. Dude, we should find two guys that are like in Appleton or something, and they can be like, or two chicks, and they can be hoes in the 920 podcast. <laughs> we know more than enough girls in the 920 that could play the hoes in the 920. Yeah, they're, they actually might be funny enough to... Put on a podcast for a good hour and a half and two, too, because they're the type of people you like to just hang out with and not fuck. <laughs> I was even thinking, too, because when we decided to do the supper club thing, I was telling then the girl that I know yesterday or this morning, I said, yeah, I said, you know, you hit that age 
where it's a lot more funner to go or a, a better time to go to the supper club instead of the club. Yeah, I mean, shake it up once a month. I mean, once a month I don't go out because I'm on call. And then the other two weekends or three weekends are mostly just getting drunk or... Yeah, and that's why, you know... Doing a sign-in run, uh, sign run usually, so... I thought changing it up, it was... I, I, me and me and BD, you know, we we just dressed normal. Robert decided... Robert had a button-down shirt like, like he was oh, going yeah. to prom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, we're not dressing up for this? I'm like, uh, <laughs> what kind of memo did you get? Yeah. This is a Wisconsin supper club. This ain't the French Laundry. <laughs> oh, also, then I saw too. Uh, my brother and his uh, his wife, they're in the Wisconsin supper club um, association. Associ- it's like a club. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what they did is because there was people there last night at Antlers, um, so you get a book, and it's got like the top fifty uh, supper clubs of Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and Antlers must be in one or must be in the top fifty. So then what they did is they... Who makes these lists? I they wanna, brought they oh. brought the book, they had them sign it, and then had to take a picture of them. Oh, that's what the they were doing? Yep. I, I was, yeah, my, I, was my waiting, brother and my, I was waiting for a goddamn drink, and they were taking selfies. Yeah. I'm like, God damn it, I just bought a whiskey. Yeah. That's why when I ordered, I ordered two right away. Yeah, that's a I'm smart like, idea. I ain't fucking waiting for you again. Right. Because I was sitting there for like five minutes, and then some people just walked in, and he went straight <laughs> to them. I'm like, you cunt. Mm-hmm. Oh, he wouldn't even look at me. I'm like holding the doll. I'm like, I have to be a dick. I got to hold up my 20 and be like, I exist here and I'd like to have alcohol, please. Yep. Just walk by. Doesn't even look at me. I'm like, you fucking mother. Other than that, it's a pretty good place. Yeah. Uh, but we're, what, do a rating out of 10? Uh, I would say, yeah, we can do a rating out of 10. So, a passing grade in high school is 70 percent so a seven out of ten would just be well we'll say a six out of ten is it was good and then as things get more you know extravagant or they have better old fashions or they have better like if they have a salad bar that's kick-ass or something that gets you extra points so my rating would be a 6 out of 10 for antlers. I would give it a 6.7 out of 10. Ooh, you're going all... Decimals. Yeah. Decimal? Yeah. Dewey Decimal System? All yeah. right. Well, I'm just going to give her a flat 6, and that's going to be our baseline for rating. I'll get Robert's rating. I'll text him right now. Text him right now. But I don't know if he's even alive. Yeah. <laughs> but you had a, I had a 6, you had a 6.7. Yep. So that's what we'd rate... Antlers. If you're in town, it's really one of the only places yeah. to eat as far as a supper club goes. The inside, the atmosphere is really nice. Though. Yeah, the the when you walk in, I mean, the bar's long, but uh, you know, it's all old. When I think of a supper club, I think of old school booths, and I don't think they have booths, but they have you know the little tables, yep. cocktail tables uh, behind the bar, and then you know like six person cocktail tables all throughout and then that's the bar area and then it's separated to two different dining areas yep and we were in the uh we sat in the older one the original like, yeah. they added on on the other one uh there's a huge bear yep in the back uh taxidermy bear there's well it's called antlers so there's deer antlers that uh are splayed across the top of the bar all the way around surrounding the bar it looks pretty cool 
Um, I don't know where he got those sheds from. Probably uh, Apple Creek. Or oh, something. yeah, it could very well be. I mean... They're doing right now a th- uh, jelly bean contest for a, um, a whiskey barrel table with two chairs. Oh, yeah, you got to guess the jelly beans in the jar. Yeah, I think you got I think it's like a dollar. Yeah. Yeah, so you pay a dollar. Outra- then... Outrageous. <laughs> Outrageous. <laughs> Especially if you win it. I mean, because you figure, what, how much would that cost, you know, Chad to probably make? The table? Yeah, and the chairs to go with it, the two bar stools. Probably 800 bucks. So, I mean, if you put a dollar in, and, I mean, not bad. I mean, yeah. what'd you do? You just made $799. Did any of us do that? Because I didn't. I <laughs> did not. Well, it was, the bar was kind of, you know, it was packed. But luckily, when we got there. This we is got where the table we on actually, the Yeah. So, what happened was, is me and Robert got there right before Big Daddy did. And uh, we walked in, no place to sit. It was all a standing room. What happened was, luckily then, about two minutes after we got there, there was that group, uh, that, that table of four. They were getting up to go and eat, so luckily we got that table then. Snagged it, sniped it. Yep. And then I walked in, and you guys were just, like, uh, had ordered your drinks and sat down. I'm like, hey, perfect. Yep. I don't have to do a damn thing. Except wait for five minutes to get my drink. To wait, yep. But you were smart on getting your two drinks. You know, maybe that's an, also another good, smart thing to do, especially like when you go to a supper club. If it's packed, if yeah. If it's packed. Two-fist it. You might as well. Double bubble at Washington Inn. Oh, my God. <laughs> we should go to do that. They, do they even still do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, bud. I don't know how their business has been ever since that whole little thing that happened. Yeah, well, what, three they years got, ago? Yeah, it was before the pandemic. And uh, what there was some... Somebody complained about some cockroaches or something like no, that. They weren't cockroaches. They were like longhorn beetles. There was one by the salad bar. And then they had to get the public trust back. They had the health department go through the whole thing. They got all new stainless steel stuff in the kitchen. Hey, there's Robert. Oh, my God. Is he awake? He must be if he texted that good. But no, uh all the blue hairs go to double bubble. Yep. I mean, if you're over the age of 50 and around the Cecil area, you're going to double bubble. Yep. And it is a lethal double bubble. I've I've barely survived double bubble a couple times because usually double bubble just means you know, you get a drink and then you'll get the next one for free. Not there. They give you two right away. You double yep. fist it. You double fist it and it goes from 4 till 7. Yeah. So people are they're Pretty. Bl- some people don't even make it to their table to eat. No, I was just gonna say. I was. Just, uh, there was one time we actually went there, and uh, a group that was next to us. Two of the people that were in the group, they were all planning on having this big meal and all that. After they got done with double bubble, two of them actually had to leave because they had too much to drink, so they didn't even eat. Yeah. Robert says he gives it a seven point five. Mm, okay. That's pretty favorable. Yeah. I, I gave it a six because of the bartender. Did you ask Robert why he's not here? I'm going to. Because, you know, that's one that, that's also another thing. I mean, we all discussed that we were going to do this today, and obviously leave it up to Robert to not show up. Well, we'll see what. Uh, he probably didn't even go grab his car yet. He's Yeah, he's probably walking on the way to uh, Wayne's to get his car right now. That's my bet. And then uh, <laughs> we're like. That's the response I guarantee I get. Anywho. Yeah, so let's see. 7.5 is the high, 6 yep. is the low, so an average of 
6.25. He said 7.5. I said 6.8. You said 6. So yeah. A point and a half. 6.4 six, four sounds like. 6.5. 6.4, 6.5. Yeah. Average rating of a 6.5. Right. For Antler Supper Club, Bondwell, Wisconsin. That's our first one of the trek that we're going to make. Oh. <laughs> Robert just said, no, I'm dead today. <laughs> so he must have stayed out a little yep. too late. Or early. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I left at, I want to say I left at like 1230. Yeah, 1230 sounds about right. I don't remember when I left. Uh, you left around 1030. Yeah. I was I was loopy. But my my cheeks, like the tops of my cheeks hurt because I was smiling all for like three, four hours straight. <laughs> well, I mean, it was a great time last yeah, night then, too. I, I loved mean, it. Because we, you know, we went and had dinner. And after we got done, we all just went to Wayne's. And there was only like, what, maybe six of us that were there. I mean, yeah. and we just sat in the back and just chilled out because, you know, two of our friends, they got back from Vegas. Yep. And it was his birthday, so we were kind of celebrating his birthday, and we just shot Playing pool, some pool and had some bullshitting, music. and oh yeah, we played old school rap. Yep, and uh, played some good old greaves. Yep, and then threw some money at the machines and lost miserably, except for Robert. Robert did pretty good. Yeah, he got like a hundred and eighty. There was a guy that was there, Fuckface. as you say, Mario. Oh yeah, <laughs> I took a Snapchat of a dude who was there. He had a, a he looked like. Gallagher's failed son. Like he had a he had a mullet, black mullet, and he had a red Kangol hat on, like a you know, like a, a caddy hat or a they call it a driver's cap. Uh one of the hats you'd see on like uh Peaky Blinders. Yes. Almost. But anyway, it was bright red. Like Wisconsin Cardinal Red. And I I just looked at him and I took a snap. And I'm like, Mario doesn't look like he's doing so super. And I put like a, uh, one was, of those coins above his head. <laughs> he was he was playing one of the machines. He hit the bonus like five times. Yeah, but he lost all of it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was good. Good time to just get out and do something different. I mean, that's our whole plan. I mean, we were as we were doing this, we're like, you know what? We have to start rating these. Yeah, and like I said. We're getting older, and, well, me and Robert went by Vibes on uh, Friday night. We were looking somewhere to watch the Badgers. It was elbow to asshole and Vibes with young kids, and we're like, nope. <laughs> so we went to Lumberyard instead, and there was, I mean, looked like there weren't that many cars, but there were a lot of people in there, but they were all eating at tables, so we had plenty of bar space, and, I mean, we sat out there till almost midnight. Damn, it's buying her shots like crazy. Ugh. That's what she does. Man. She she really does love the patronage. Oh, yeah. And she'll show you by nonstop shots of Old Smokey. Old Smokey. She'll, um, I'm like, do you have any pancakes one, back there? There was that one time when we went there. It was on a Sunday morning. We went there to go have a bloody because we felt like shit the night before. Yeah. And she goes, hey, you guys want a shot of Old Smokey? We're like, it's 11 o'clock. <laughs> Why not? I'm like, I ain't going to turn down free shot. Well, since, you know, we're talking about antlers, too, I thought I'd let everybody know that if you aren't planning on doing anything, if you have nothing going on on Easter, they will be open on Easter at 9 a.m. from 9 to 4, I think it said. Yeah, they do have a pretty good uh, Easter brunch there. And they do uh, they do actually a Sunday brunch then, too, on Sundays. Yeah, but their Easter one's always the most popular. 
Yep. I and just I just got a text from our uh, WCL drunks Snapchat. Yep. And it says, uh, "I just it's too fucking good." Girlfriend asks his, her boyfriend, "Do these jeans make me look fat?" And the guy says, "Do you promise not to get mad no matter what I say?" She's like, "Yeah, I promise. I fucked your sister." <laughs> Oh, oh boy, that's a good one. That's that's way off from a dad joke. <laughs> it's a big dad joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, our next one will be crops in Mill Center. I know. I hope they still have. I know it changed hands like a couple years ago, but I think they still do. Uh, if you're getting like a steak dinner, you automatic, or if you've got three or more people to a table, they automatically bring out a lazy Susan full of. Like, uh, you know, veggies and dips and cheese right. and crackers. And mm-hmm. that's, you get an extra point now just for that. So as long as the food ain't bad there, they're getting an automatic seven out of me. You did, I don't know if you saw that. Did you see that they had a veggie kind of little condiment thing on the table? Yeah, I ate, their radishes were good. Well, it was just a little bowl. Yeah, but just a little bowl, but yeah. No, no points for presentation on that one, Antlers. <laughs> well, they used to have... A salad bar, and then when COVID hit... Yeah, everybody took away their salad bars. Yeah, and then they just, they just didn't go back to it. Washington ended. They're like, fuck you. Well, right. <laughs> well, somebody... Uh, where else did we go that there was a salad bar? Oh, for the Lions Club... Cassidy's uh, Studio Lounge. Yeah, Ca- in Shano. Cassidy's which, Studio... Which, which, that, which, we should go to that one, yep, too. We'll be, that'll be another one. Uh, we'll put it in the... Uh, after this is after this show is done, we'll put all... Uh, we'll list off a bunch of them and look up on the internet around our area. I know that we uh, should put Gino's Hilltop Steakhouse yep, on. I love that place. Yeah, They're great. They, their I went Cajun there with, shrimp is really, I love their Cajun shrimp. Their freaking salad bar is awesome. Yes. Tip top. Because I went there with my parents and my sister for my dad's birthday back in October. Because I'm like, they wanted someplace to go. Like My dad's like, I just want a steak. I'm like, I got the place for you. Gino's is great. Yes. Uh so we definitely have to put that's out by Black Creek, between Black Creek and Navarino. So that's going on the list. I'm sure there's other ones we can off the top of our head. Uh, what's that one out on over by Gillette on Highway 22? Uh, boarding house. <clears throat> Either the boarding house or there's a what's it called the plantation. Oh, there? the plantation. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yep. So there's plenty around here we could do this for five years and never run out of although supper i will make a suggestion i think what we should do then this summer is we'll just kind of go way out of the comfort zone i i wouldn't say whatever just out of the area i was telling you last night about this place uh that's on lake winnebago called jim and linda's and it's got indoor and outdoor and you oh, are yeah, right yeah. on when and they um they have live music uh the whole weekend so the time that we went it was actually a Neil Diamond impersonator. Oh, yeah, it was really cool. Black Diamond, dude. <laughs> Black Diamond. His real name was DeAndre, <laughs> but he had the sequined onesie. And if you actually and he bait- said "Crackling Rosie, get no. on board," well, that's why I was. And gonna... I melted in my shoes. Well, that's where I was going to get with that. You know, if we call him Black Diamond, or whatever, and his name was what did you say, DeAndre? Yeah. Oh, DeAndre. But it wasn't Crackling Rosie. It was. Crackhead, yeah, crackhead Rosie. Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> crackhead Rosie, get on board. <clears throat> You're like, yeah, fucking say it, bud. I don't give a shit. Hey, can you play some Michael McDonald? <laughs> you know it's all true. <laughs> it's here so long ago. Yep. <clears throat> Good old Michael McDonald. But yeah, that should be a fun little project that mm-hmm. we got going on that's 
And uh, also we talked. Oh, yeah, the other thing about antlers, not too pricey. I mean, uh, no. yeah, how much was yours? Ribeye was like, well, the whole bill with, uh, let's see. Well, everything we mentioned, I don't think I had any drinks on it. It was with tip, I put it at 38 bucks. Which is not bad at all. So it was like thirty-one fifty. I tacked on seven for the kid who was bussing or bussing his ass. Yeah, <laughs> he was uh, serving us because he was. I don't know, only twenty. I wouldn't even say that. I think he was in high school yet. Yeah. Well, he had a goatee, and it didn't look like a peach <laughs> he had fuzz. A so. <laughs> no, he was. He, he, but yeah, he was very good. He didn't mess up anybody's order. He was very came over and asked how all the snap. food was, yep. if we need anything. But, uh, you know, they he, gave us a number right away, and we weren't ready to order because we were still slamming old fashions at the uh, table. And he's like, yeah, just tell me when you're ready. I'm like, cool. And then we did, and he came back like a minute later. He's like, what do you want? Is that how he said it? What do you want? Yeah. All right, what do you want? He's like, how can I help you find gentlemen today? Hmm, I see you are out <laughs> doing some investigating here. Yeah. <laughs> More money in R&D, sir? <laughs> you know me too well, Seth, or whatever the fuck your name is. <laughs> oh, and then uh, it was uh, fresh homemade bread. Yeah, I ate that whole loaf. You did? Because I was like, just like, hammered at Wayne's. and I'd <laughs> You ate the bread like it was Jesus Christ communion. Yeah. Well, it was in a bag, and I just kept hollowing it out for the warm bread on the inside. Because <laughs> I was high. <laughs> But then eventually I just ate the whole fucking thing. You were tearing it yeah, apart, that's why though. I... Like, it was like the communion bread, though. Yeah. <laughs> one for me, Take one this. for me. This is of my body. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no blood. Yeah, that's why I don't. I, I ordered a frozen pizza at the end of the night to take home, and I'm like, why did I order this? And I just threw it in the freezer. <laughs> I've, like... I've done that, too, before. Because <laughs> you think that you're going to want to, you know, when you get yeah. home, you're going to have... And it, what did you end up doing? Just going right to bed? Oh, no. I watched a couple episodes of the Rockford Files. Good old James Garner put me sleep. And then fucking birds woke me up in the goddamn... Yeah, the birds are... Uh, nesting everywhere. Yep. I was about to go there and spray them with fucking hornets. With well, that's spray. because as of 10.38 this morning, it is now officially spring. Yeah, there's dog shit in everybody's yards. Great. <laughs> Baseball is back. Yes. They ended their old little, uh, I don't know if we talked about it last week, um, but no uh, no postponement of postponement of uh, opening day or anything. So I know you're going down for... Uh, April 14th, going for opening home opener. Home opener. Uh, against the Cardinals. That's I took Thursday off. Thursday, and the game is at 4, which is weird. It's like at 4.15. Yeah. Opening day <laughs> is like the 6th or 7th. Uh, opening day will be the 7th, and that's at Wrigley against the Cubs. Yeah. So I took off a half day because it's tradition. I always go down to Double Vision and watch it with Ronnie Belo. So I took a half day on Thursday. I took off on Friday just because I haven't had vacation. You don't fucks with tradition. Yep. So I'm probably going to watch all day Friday, too. I don't, if you've got off, we just go watch it somewhere because they're both, yeah. both like 1 o'clock games. Yeah. So that'll be fun. And May 20th. Wayne's Place has the uh, Tavern of the Game they won Brewer last bus year. that they won last year going down. And it happens to be my birthday, motherfucker. They say it's a birthday. Yeah, so nice little brewer game for my birthday. We got, that, we got that all set and going. 
we got the sign up sheet. Everybody started signing up last night. I paid for mine, which is what they said seventy bucks. But because, um, and I even told them too. They were telling me about how much the prices of the bus were, and I think they said like seventeen hundred because of gas and all that. Right now, yeah. it says you're gonna probably it might want be it. going down. So hopefully. Yeah. But I told him, I'm like, you probably should get on it now. You don't know what's going to happen. So they figured it was going to be about $70 a person. But that also includes your ticket to the game, the food and the beer, mm-hmm. and, you know, the bus ride. Which Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah. 70 I'd, bucks to I'd celebrate your birthday? Yeah. I'd have paid 100 <laughs> I was going to see if there's a stripper pull on this bus. Well, if there's not, I'm bringing one. <laughs> Excuse me there, fine sir of the charter bus. Do you mind if I take this pole and put it up? It's got clamps on both sides. I won't, I'll make sure it doesn't go through the roof. <laughs> <clears throat> but they just released the uh, Dairyland baseball schedule too. Yes. So. That will start uh, May, right? Yep, first okay. week of May. Also the first week of May, we're having our joint birthday party over at the old Lumberyard. May 7th. Get up. Me, you, and Big Tim, maybe, yep. uh, well, no, I talked to Taylor, he's got other stuff going on, because that's actually his birthday is the 7th. I don't know, did, did you find out anything from Jake? He couldn't commit, okay. but I know they're going to be there regardless, Right. so he was last year, too, Yep. and that's what I, uh, but I understand, he's like, I don't know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll be in on it, but. You know, the smart thing you could do is just be like this. Sorry, guys, I don't want to be on it, but I'm going to have people come over, and we're just going to say it's my birthday party, too. <laughs> we're gonna Whatever. Have a, we're going to have a taco bar. Yep, like taco bar and free beer. Year. And then you just set up your DJ shit. And have we, music play in the background. And uh, throw on the old playlist. Nonstop Michael McDonald. Yep. You know it's your birthday. One Neil Diamond song. <laughs> and uh sung by one, DeAndre. Yep. <laughs> and then one uh Crackhead Rosie. <laughs> What's the Tom Jones? Oh, um <laughs> it's not unusual yeah, to yeah. be loved there's by a, anyone. There's an old there's an old John Mulaney bit. He talks about the Salt and Pepper Diner where they played uh uh <clears throat> what's the other song by Tom Jones? Uh dun 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 yeah, it's not unusual. But the other one, uh, the other one starts. Uh, oh, what's new, Pussycat? So he's yeah. like, me and my friend John, and his name was John too. I'm not, I'm not schizophrenic, thinking I had an imaginary friend. This is John Mulaney. <laughs> yeah, John Mulaney. He's like, we played uh, eight uh, Tom Jones "What's New, Pussycats" in a row. <laughs> And just watched the chaos unfolding. And he's like, the thing about What's New Pussycat is, you don't quite know if it's ending or not, because it starts off very subtle. It starts off like this. No, it just goes, What's New Pussycat? So when they played it over and over, everybody's like, man. Either somebody played What's New Pussycat twice in a row, or What's New Pussycat's a really long song. <laughs> so after about the fifth time, people are, you know, one guy you could tell in his voice and his eyes that he just hated his father. <laughs> that he just hated his father. <laughs> Had just gotten his 15-day chip from an anger management class. <laughs> but he's like, but on the seventh play, my friend John, this is what a genius he was, he threw in a, 
It's not unusual. So it went from what's new, pussycat, to dun 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 dun. It's not unusual, and everybody just had this sigh of relief, like thank God. But then when it went back, because right after what's new, pussycat, after it's not unusual, it went back to bah, and everybody lost their fucking minds. It's a great bit. Go check out John Mulaney's. John uh, Mulaney is really. Yeah, he just he just got out of rehab. I think he's dating Olivia Munn. Oh, so him and oh, uh, him and Aaron Rodgers are Eskimo brothers. I will talk. Ah, Eskimo brothers. Ah, I like what you did there from the league. <laughs> yep. John LaJoy, good old. Uh, oh, that makes it or Taco as mm-hmm. his name was. If you don't know what Eskimo Brothers is, it means that if you bang... Oh, just look it up. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, if you banged a chick and so did your buddy or a guy that you know banged the same girl, you guys are officially Eskimo Brothers. Yep. It's like you touch noses. Like an Eskimo kiss? Yep. Yep. Isn't that how... Isn't that, isn't that the basis for that nickname? That, that would be the basis. All right, good. I'm not crazy. No. So, what, what were we just talking about? I don't know. Well, we were on our birthday party. We were oh, yeah, their the birthday bus. party. Got your thing. I don't know. That's it. Let's end this podcast. No, I'm <laughs> uh, Next, or uh, this coming, so when they hear it, yeah, this Saturday. Yeah, if 20, you're hearing March this. March 26th. Yeah, if you're hearing this before March 26th, then you're in the Bondwell area and not listening from, you know, Tennessee or something. Uh, <laughs> and you're not a psychotic no, they're, they're, no, fuckhead. please come. We'll, we'll we'll have fun with you. We'll show you a good time. <laughs> uh, you got a glow party where it's all black lights and You're colored jizz paint. Colored jizz paint. Yeah. Yes. We're gonna break open glow sticks and throw them in people's faces like they got bukkakied by the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There's gonna be that. Um, the rest of my Amazon package uh, packages came in. Uh, today oh yeah you're replacing uh, all the lights with black lights yeah so scene? i got like i got the dj black lights but didn't really know exactly how the how it's going to look all around but they have the, you know the ceiling fans so we're going to take six uh I, I ordered six of those black light light bulbs so they'll go in there and then i'll plus have the four leds and then i got some signs too where it's like it's glow time whatever but they all glow and then, i've got my uh WWE Naomi shirt that you says do. "Feel the Glow" on it. I'm definitely wearing that. And I'm I've got a Pleasure Palace oh. um, T-shirt that's a neon glow one, and it says, "You don't lose your woman, you just lose your turn." Ah! And then I got my Carolina mud hat, mud, oh, which uh, is going to look really cool. Yeah, it's white and turquoise and pink. The Carolina mud ha- uh, mud cats. It's like a catfish face on the front. It was like the Cinco de Mayo. Um, variant of their hat so illinois is officially done now for the uh ncaa March i didn't Madness. even fill out a bracket this year yeah we I, got... I filled out two and uh the first one i had i had kentucky and iowa in the final four well they both were out in the first round so that bracket even though i had duke winning it st peter's yeah who knew say yeah who would have ever thought that a <laughs> peacock would just come around and and then the uh, the other bracket that I have, it's already, it's busted already. I had, um, ah, I had Kansas. Uh, did they lose? Yeah. Oh. Okay, so Kansas lost. Where's my phone? Man, lots of people are going to be upset on that one. I don't know where the thing is. 
But I don't give a shit because I didn't fill out a bracket this year. And I have never been happier. Because you're not sitting there with the uh, anxiety of watching every single fucking basketball game. Going, God damn it, my bracket's busted. Now I can just go, I didn't even fill one out. You're all a bunch of dandies. Do you think the uh, Badgers are going to win today? No, I'm surprised they won in the first game. I don't think they're either. And then they Colgate played exceptionally well against Their them in Wisconsin. defense was really good because that's what we were watching at the Lumberyard, and I was like, holy shit, these guys can play D, except for they had one, I don't know if it was their center, but he fucking moved like a Sasquatch in the middle. He had a giant head of hair and a beard like Grizzly Adams, and he was like seven foot tall, but he looked like Lurch with his giant feet just clawed hopping around. He wasn't really that agile, mobile, or hostile. Oh, yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm trying to see here. Uh, I'm just seeing if if uh, Kansas. I, I couldn't remember. I thought Kansas lost the last night or yesterday. I was too high to fucking notice scores or numbers. Or I'm pretty sure I forgot how to read last night. Really? You say? But I gained it back this morning. So. Well, you know what? That's that's good for you. I've only got nine gummies left. <laughs> Eight and a half. Well, I was going to say eight and a half because <laughs> nine, or you get ten in a pack, right? Yeah. I'm going to have to, uh, that leads me back to a. I am so sorry. Never mind. Uh, Kansas is still in. I thought Creighton did beat them. Uh, that's my fault. Go Jayhawks. So Jayhawks are still in there. Okay, They're my pick. Well. As long as you're, I'm going to grab that bottle of vodka. I'm going to put some in this sure. orange drink I got. <laughs> It's, it's a rock star recovery. It doesn't have... I told You're saying you. this vodka thing. I have to play this thing about okay. vodka then, too. Yeah, right. yeah I'll go grab it. Uh, uh, and don't forget Tito's Vodka, if you ever want to yeah. help sponsor this. <laughs> yeah. We drink it a lot. We're actually... we you know, we It's always my start, favorite vodka for a Bloody Mary. We start this always out with having a Bloody Mary, because mm-hmm. Big Daddy, he makes his own Bloody Mary mix, and it's amazing. I mean, it's pretty good. I base it off of the uh, big old can of Sacramento Bloody Mary mix, but it's, it's just a little bit of a good flavor tomato juice, which I guess is all Bloody Mary mix is, <laughs> but I mix in some pickle juice and some Worcestershire sauce and some uh, horseradish and some celery salt and some Valentina hot sauce, and uh, yeah, it turns out nicely when I make a old-fashioned, people say they like it, so, um, but right now I just got this little rock star orange recovery drink. Okay, so I have to play it. Put a couple shots of vodka in it. So it was a commercial that they ran on on South Park. And it was with vodka. And it's freaking hilarious. So, here it is. I'm drinking. Well, uh, see, I want everybody to hear it. It's just cut shot to next cut shot. Yep. Hot chicks and fast cars and you in a tuxedo. That's great. <laughs> yeah. So that was, uh, 
I remember seeing that uh, this morning. So and uh, that was actually kind of weird because you were talking about vodka. Tim Kelly must be awake because he just sent me a... Yeah, did you get to that? I love this bar. Yeah, but I didn't look at it Yeah, yet. neither did I. Fuck it. <sighs> so what's next on the docket? Some, uh... uh well... Oh, I, well, another thing I wanted to... About party? What's yep. after that? Well, um, talked to Wayne last night, and we've got a designated driver. Connie said she would drive. Oh, and uh, we were we'll thinking Paul, Paul might do so it, too. So then we would have ourselves the two vehicles then to uh, drive us around for our... Uh, bar bucket list. Bar bucket list. We did talk about that last week, I believe. We did, yes. So I got the list over there of a bunch of them, because we were talking about going around the oh, that's right, yeah. Green Valley mm-hmm. area. So... Once that comes to fruition, which I'm sure will be probably in the month of April. I would say, you know what? We should do it in April. That would probably be the best time. Because things start to ramp up after April. We got birthdays, we got the brewer bus, and then into June we got... Usually what happens is on in the summer then, what will happen is me and Big Daddy, we uh, sit out in the back porch and drink micheladas. micheladas. I love me a Michelada because it's half beer and half Bloody Mary. Man. And it's not thick, so when it's a hot summer day, it's actually perfect because... You can slam them. Well, you slam them. Well, why wouldn't you? I mean, you're just drinking half a beer in a cup. With Clamato juice. Yeah. And, and uh, tajin. And what's that? Uh, I picked up the... It's like... Uh, damn it. Was it like a sauce? Abba Zabba. No. It's like a... You my, f- you my only friend, Abba Zabba. <laughs> it's called something like... It's a... It's like a mirin, which is like a... Urine? M-I-R-R-I-N. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you said urine. Yeah, I piss in it. Um, <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> like a... <laughs> that's the secret. <laughs> I was going to say, the secret's in the urine. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's like a cross between soy sauce and Worcestershire sauce. Uh, but you put that in with the clamato and it makes it better. Because remember, remember when I I'm like these aren't tasting right. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot. And then I went and dashed some in your drink and my drink, and it was automatically better. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's all it is. Is a little tahini around the rim of the uh, like you're doing a margarita glass. Lime you juice. Are, lime juice. You you put the lime juice around right or lemon? Yeah, limes. Lime. So you dip the rim in lime juice and then salt the rim in tahini. Fill it with Clamato, that Mirin stuff, and uh, I use Modelo's. Modelo's a great Mexican beer. Well, they say it's really good because of the hops. Right? No, agave. because they oh, make the agave. Uh, That's they it. make Mexican beer out of agave just like they do for tequilas. So, yeah, it works really well, and I can slam them, and it's great. I can slam it, and it's great. Yeah, that's like the motto of every Irishman that's ever lived. Speaking of Irish, it's been St. Paddy's Day. Did you drink any green beer? I did not. I didn't any even celebrate. Oh no, sorry. I did. Well, I, that's right. I did celebrate. Um, that was Thursday. Uh, we had bowling, and then uh, one of uh, the old old ladies. Oh, one of the exes showed up. One of the exes out of nowhere. All She's... my exes live in the UP. Shano. <laughs> oh yeah, in UP. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and she says to me, she goes. I had a snap map for you to find out where you were. Oh, great. It's, that's, wow. not, that's not creepy at all. <laughs> Thanks for the consideration. So then, yeah, so then I uh, ended up meeting up with the Earth, and she came, uh, she came to Bondwell. We went to Vibes. Nothing happened. 
Uh, she had a note, and then we sure. found out. Redacted. Then, <laughs> and we found out then last night she sent a snap to a certain few of us. Not me. Not you. But she uh, decided to say that uh, she's moving back. Big surprise. We called that the second she moved up there. Yep. Whatever. It's the price we pay for being right all the time. You know what? People look at us like we're crazy, but in the end, who's the crazy one? Yeah. It's still us. Um. Oh, um. Also, because it was St. Patty's Day. Um, I didn't even eat any corned beef and cabbage. Oh, I did. You some. Um. So I did. Uh, I got some from Club One Seventeen. Mm-hmm. I uh, had that Thursday. And then uh, this morning was at the Hungry Bear, which is uh, another great uh, establishment restaurant. Diner. Diner. Uh, went there for breakfast, and their uh, March uh, lunch or breakfast special is the corned beef scrambler. Oh, with like a corned beef hash? And no, it's not corned beef hash. It's literally corned beef, and it's in, in chunks. In, with scrambled eggs? With scrambled eggs and uh, peppers, uh, cheese. Onions. Onions. Uh, and uh, fried potatoes. Well, goddamn. Yeah, it was really good. Well, it's the end of this podcast. I'm going to the Hungry Bear. Uh, they close at Son two. of a bitch. <laughs> Could have brought my Bloody Mary in with me. <laughs> Just walk right in. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down. Um, but also, I watched yesterday afternoon, uh, I watched they had Ireland against Scotland rugby. Did they kill each other? Was there any shivs? I will tell you this right now. Scotland and Ireland hate each other. So what ended up happening at one point, Ireland was kicking the, um, they were kicking the football or rugby football, whatever. It's football. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were kicking it in the air. And one of the Scotland guys, he was going to go and he was going to get ready to grab it. Now, this is where it gets funny. Uh, He is looking up in the air for the ball and as he's doing it, his own teammate comes by him and not paying attention to the other guy. And he was ready to come in with a flying knee. <laughs> to his own teammate. And he flied, kneed right into his partner's head. Wow. Knocked him down. I think he died. And he came back to life. <laughs> and uh... he knocks him over and he just looks over him and goes, <laughs> All for coat, no trousers, you are. <laughs> Uh, but you know, I was, I, I'll tell you this right now. I've seen some rugby matches, right? <laughs> but watching the Ireland, Scotland rugby match yesterday, holy shit. Yeah. There was one guy on Ireland team, you know, cause they always have to do this thing where they both get down into the ground and the, you know, they, they flip the football out and then they have to keep going behind themselves. Like a big huddle. Right. Yeah. At one point, one of the guys from Ireland, he probably looked like maybe he was like five ten. Yeah. but he was a. Brick shit house, right? Starts going full board, right? And Mm. there's like six Scotland guys just waiting, Mm. and one of them just spears the shit out of them, (laughs) takes them down, and I'm like, hmm, yeah. So I had this discussion last night with a, I forgot, it was one of the guys, and I told them that um, rugby is, you know, a man's sport. Yeah, they don't. Well, it's stupid. They don't and have any pads. And this guy then decides to tell me that, oh, well, rugby isn't that. I'm, really? Go ahead and try it then once. Yeah. There's a reason we don't have rugby in the States and we change right. it over to football. Mm-hmm. American football. Well, Shannon was on a rugby team. Yeah. How many Back. teeth he got left? He's got all his teeth. <laughs> oh, okay. 
<laughs> but he was only on it, like the rugby team, I think, for like two years or something like that. That's usually the uh, span of a career in rugby. <laughs> you would you would assume. I mean, no helmets. But in the Europe, European Cracking countries over there, over by Ireland and all that, that's, you know. Yeah, I know. It's either it's soccer just... or rugby. And soccer's just boring. Oh, and dealing with, uh, oh, well, you know, we were talking about Ireland, you know, dealing with Irish and the St. Paddy's Day. You had a Jameson Orange? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, our friends that came back from Vegas they said it was his birthday and he's a vet. And they said, oh, you can have a free dessert or a free shot. And he's like, I'm not waiting for dessert. Just give me a shot. Uh, he's like, I don't know, Jameson's fine with me. And the guy's like, you ever tried Jameson Orange? And he's like, I didn't know that existed. So he had it, and then Noel had it at Vibes, so I had tried a shot yesterday. And I'll be damned, it tastes like Jameson, like, soaked in orange rinds. I don't know how to explain it. It's not really sweet, because it's whiskey, but, like, after you take the shot, it's like, it smells in your nose like you've just been peeling oranges. Like the rind really? of an orange. Yeah. It's weird. It's not It's not unpleasant or anything like that. It's smooth because it's, you know, Jameson. And, but when you taste it, it's not like orange soda or orange, you know, candy. It's like an actual orange rind. It's weird, but it's good. Would it be like one of those, um, they have those orange, well, you said not orange candy, but they have that, um, uh, it's like, kind of like in like a sugar, but it's an orange, like they- All oh, those it, big gummy things? Yeah. No, it's more tart than that. Okay. It's, like I said, the only thing I compare it to is an actual orange rind, but if we made it over there last night, I was going to buy Robert one, for sure, probably you too, because you're there. Because <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> but I never made it over there because I wasn't going to hang out with the patrons that were in there currently. Mm-hmm. And I was ready to go to bed with a frozen pizza. That you didn't yep. make. It's a deluxe, though, so i got that to look forward to. <laughs> 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 but speaking of the Irish and... Uh, New London, uh, I ran across a story that uh, may very well qualify for some bad news. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Over in uh, New London, um, which they dub New Dublin during the uh, St. Paddy's Day parade there, Mm -hmm. our buddy was actually at it with his girlfriend um, this past week, but... Uh, The connection is New London. Um, A man from New London was uh, sentenced on the 17th for mailing cocaine to himself from Puerto Rico. (laughs) What? Yeah, this guy's got balls. I like him. So, uh... Like like through FedEx? No, through the post office. That's why he's getting federally fucked. (laughs) He's not too smart. Uh, Let's see here. According to court documents and statements made in court on August of 2020, the U.S. Postal Inspection Service Narcotics and Trafficking Task Force (laughs) in Connecticut. So he's a guy from New London living in Connecticut, mailing himself cocaine from Puerto Rico. (laughs) So, uh, 
A court-authorized search of the packages revealed $158,000 in cash and two kilos of cocaine. Through the U.S. Postal Service. What a, what a smart guy. Uh, so him and his cousin. Let's see. Investigators continued to monitor USPS deliveries going to Blackhall Street there in Connecticut where he was living. Several parcels to individuals that didn't reside there is how they caught the guy. Uh, a fictitious individual was re- <laughs> receiving more than a kilogram of cocaine every month. Holy shit. <clears throat> yeah. So he pleaded guilty and he just got sentenced to... Let's see here. Only two years in prison and three years of probation. For the, really? Yeah. For and that's a federal crime. Man, you get more for not wearing a mask. No <laughs> in shit. <public. laughs> wow. But the balls on this guy. He's like, man, I can't uh, fly with this cocaine. I'm just gonna mail it to myself. <laughs> what in his right mind would even think that that would have worked <clears throat> in the first place? I mean, if you were gonna do it, wouldn't you go through FedEx, like, FedEx or UPS? Yeah, that was an old Mitch Hedberg joke where he's like. Man, the thing I love about FedEx drivers is that he doesn't know he's a drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that, yeah, that is, like, honestly, God, truth, like, what was this guy thinking? Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing he doesn't have a GED. <laughs> What's that? Gad, I need no Gad. Oh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, also. Oh yeah, the other bad news is that. Uh, so the other bad news, um, obviously all of us around Packer Nation already know, Thursday it came out then, and this came out first from M. Schefter, which you didn't believe because nobody yeah, believes nobody Schefter. Believes Schefter anymore. Uh, but then all of a sudden, then Let's good old Schwefty. good old Ian then reported it. Ian report rap report, um, rap sheet, rap sheet. Um, Devontae Adams was traded to the Las Vegas Raiders. Good riddance. And then it came out then that the Packers then, and I'm thinking that it had to be a leak source from within the Packers. Oh, yeah. Why else would... Uh... Uh, that they were actually going to match or even go a little high. They were going to... They were they offered more. Well, because but... because uh, Nevada doesn't have any state tax, they had to offer more. Right. To match the offer that Vegas was giving them. Because we got a 7.5% sales tax here in Wisconsin. So Correct. Yep. When you're talking a hundred million dollars, that's seven and a half million dollars that's not going into your pocket. Right. <clears throat> and so we ended up getting a first and second round pick. Or is it yeah, yeah first and second round pick, and we already have our other first and second round pick, so we're gonna have four picks in the top one hundred. Yes. And did you see then that um um Rasul Douglas signed with the yeah, Packers? Cornerback. Yep. Uh, so he signed uh, three years. Yep. Robert Tunyon. He signed last night. And then we've got Lazard. We got to sign Scantling. And then I say we go get Jarvis Landry. Yeah. And supplement him with like a Sammy Watkins or a uh, Juju. Uh, Juju is uh, already saying that he signed with the Chiefs. Ah, you cunt. But they were also saying... Because he's fast. He would be a yeah. downfield uh, They were talking about how um, would it be smart to sign OBJ. Yeah. Even though you're not going to have him this year. Well, you might get him at the end of the next year. 
I wouldn't even rush it. Well, it's all yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. But if you can sign them for cheap, yeah. Yeah. Why not? So go <laughs> they're talking about maybe uh getting crazy ass Antonio Brown. Oh, but uh, no. I know. You want to talk about <laughs> that guy's that guy, he's not getting saved by anybody. No. <laughs> uh so anyway He might have done the most unprofessional thing any football player's ever done. Right. <laughs> Just run off the field and in the middle of a play and throw off your jersey and pads and wave at the crowd and go right out of the locker room, right out the building, never to be seen again. That's that's like uh, pulling a, a half-baked move where he's like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're, you're cool. cool, fuck, fuck you, you and I'm out. <laughs> I agree, yes. Um, yeah, so we're going to see how that all uh, pans out. I think it's going to help the Packers. I mean... Well, here's it, oh the, yeah, and Randall Cobb took a uh, five five point five point five million dollar pay cut yeah, because he, he wanted seven and a half to, to help half. with the cap space. Yeah. Now, does that do you think because of what uh, Zadarius Smith ended up doing with Baltimore, where he said or uh, Baltimore said that he was going to sign with them, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he backed out, and this was after Devontae got traded. So, do you think that he is going to want to come back to Green Bay now? Maybe because they have that cap space. Maybe. Because if you think about it, that trade gave that trade gave the Packers an extra what is it, twenty one million yeah. cap space? Yeah. But who knows? I mean I'd like to see Zadarius back because he's fucking phenomenal. Linebacker. I just don't know exactly how his back injury, his surgery yeah. and all that, how that's gonna affect his playing from now on. Yeah. I mean, look at J.J. Watt. Yeah, none of that shit gets released, so you don't know how good or bad he's feeling. And, I mean, once you go through injuries like that and they pile up, you start to deteriorate as a player. That's why I like the Devontae Adams trade, because looking at stats over the past 20 years, there's four guys after the age of 29 that were top five receivers at least three more years One of in them their was career. Larry Fitzgerald, I know that. Um, Larry Fitzgerald, the goat, Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens, and the third guy was. was oh, God damn it. Larry Fitzgerald. Was it Jim Brown? No, no, no. Wide receiver. Oh, no, yeah, wide receiver. I'm sorry. Uh, Jerry Rice. Bruce? Isaac Bruce? No, the other. Marvin Harrison? Marvin Harrison. Okay. The other uh, Colt. Yep. So there's only been four guys in the history of sports after the age of 29 that went from being a top five wide receiver to continue being a top wide receiver uh, after right. they signed big deals and went elsewhere. And I even see Seattle is even talking about maybe possibly having Colin Kaepernick try out. <laughs> well... They need anything they can get in Seattle right now. Now that, yeah, Russell Wilson's in Denver. He's been out of the league for five years. I agree. What but I, I don't know. They said that he's been... That's a PR move. That, that's exactly... Think about this. Because they can't boo him. When, yeah. when, the, when Seattle sucks and their fans boo Kaepernick, they'll get... The fans will be scolded for not being inclusive we or gotta some Look at it shit. this way. So they get rid of... When they they released Bobby Wagner, which was their all time, you know, uh, oh, phone went off, and once again it's Tim Kelly. Yeah. Um, 
He's hung over on his couch, sending out memes to people. Yep. <laughs> um, so get rid of Bobby Wagner. I think Tyler Lockett is done there, wide receiver. I think he's gone now. Um, Richard Sherman two years ago left. Okay, mm-hmm. so you had the Legion of Boom, which is no more no long. Yeah. Which at the time, the only that thing they was, got is a running back right now. Uh, yeah. Well, they got DK Metcalf yet, but they don't mm-hmm. really have anybody. And if you think about it, I mean, the Seahawks are going to be really nothing now that you know Russell Wilson's not there anymore. So what? Why not trade Tyler Lockett to the Packers? Oh no, Tyler Lockett's actually a free agent. Or, we uh, TK Metcalf. They I were meant. actually they were talking about that. They were talking about maybe possibly like they were showing ways that you could pick up DK Metcalf in a trade. We'll send Jordan Love their way. That'll be interesting. Are they going to keep Jordan Love or are they gonna trade him? What's his value at right now? You not a lot because he hasn't played in enough games. He's only really played one game when Rodgers was out with COVID. Right. And it wasn't spectacular, but it wasn't bad either. That was the game against the uh, Kansas City, City Chiefs. Chiefs. And and you want to know what? That was the night where the uh, Green Bay defense just lit up Kansas City. And Kansas City only won by, I think it was like four. Yeah. And he threw a touchdown, but he also threw two picks. Yeah. One was his fault, one wasn't. But yeah. he needs more playing time. But uh, Seattle's going to suck anyway. So let them have growing pains with Jordan Love and give us DK Metcalf. I agree. They need a quarterback. Because, like, what do they have right now? Geno Smith? Tough, yeah. well, what are you doing? Uh, well, what are you doing? I'll, I'll, um, but uh, I think they, what is it? Geno thought it was Smith? a ghost. Geno <laughs> Smith, I think, is their quarterback? Yeah. And then. Um, Steve Largent. <laughs> Dave Craig <laughs> from good old Iola, Wisconsin. Yep. He's the one that put the car show on how the does, map. How does he not have a supper club? Maybe he doesn't. We just don't know about it. We should probably go in. Oh, let me see here. Well, we're going to research this after the show yeah. for our supper clubs. But, yeah, i got to write that down. Dave Craig supper You've got club. your stuff over there. Oh, hold on. Okay. He's got to go and grab his uh, sheet uh, where we actually uh, where we wrote the bars that we are going to be going to for our beer bucket list. Um, also, the sheet after we, um, we're going to have to write down all the supper clubs. And uh, and we're gonna have to find out exactly. Oh, right here. And then we're gonna have to find out um, if Dave Craig. Dave <laughs> Craig's Supper Club. <laughs> I hope it's called Dave Craig's Supper Club too. And everything around it has, and everything and everything around just has Steve Largent stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Number eighty jerseys on the wall. <laughs> Not even his own jersey. Yeah, you never know. Hey. But anyway, while you're doing that. So remember how we discussed this, too, that um, what are we going to do on our shows then as well? Since we, um, as of last night, had this great idea to, uh, you know, fresh ideas of the Supper Club. We were talking about how we were going to do a Comedian of the Week. Oh, yeah, stand-up. So I know you're into stand-up and all that, but I figured this, the first uh, first week, I'd uh, give my Comedian of the Week. Um, oh, this and- is be terrible. <laughs> Just kidding. So anyway, Mark Norman. Oh, he's one of my favorites. Okay, well then shut your damn mouth. Yeah. All right, so we're going to have a nice little four-minute, it's a four-minute little comedy bit that he did. Um, It's why they won't let you leave. I don't know if you heard this or not, but as you know, Mark Norman also has a Netflix special. Yeah, he's, uh, he's got one on YouTube. He's got one on Netflix. He's part of the, I think it's called The Degenerates. 
Uh, he's got a half-hour special on Netflix called The Degenerates. I've seen him twice at the Skyline Comedy Cafe. He's fucking great. Yeah. So, this is him explaining... Just play it. They won't let you leave. I'm always had people say weird stuff to me, like, Mark, you're a comedian. Must be a great boyfriend. Why do you say that? Well, women love funny guys. All right, we're well, taking the one singular positive aspect. If you do it with any guy, they could be seem like a great boyfriend. Serial killer. Take out the killing. This guy's organized and cleans up after himself. <laughs> Terrorist. Take out the terrorized. This guy's passionate loves to travel. <laughs> Child molester. Take out the molesting. This guy's got a van and can't wait to start a family. <laughs> I just got a bad brain. I'm too literal. Literal is bad with dating and stuff. I had a blind date once right when the girl saw me. She goes, hey, I bet we'd have really cute kids. I was like, all right, I bet we'd have great sex. And she goes, well, slow down. It's like, slow down. You're nine months ahead of me. <laughs> ah, this girl hated me. She was like, you know, I feel very brave tonight. I was like, why is that? Because I'm not wearing any makeup. I was like, how's that brave? Because I'm being my true self, being the real me. I was like, oh, okay. She's like, you should be brave. I'm like, yeah, maybe I will. She's like, what are you going to do? I was like, I'm going to stop pretending this is interesting. <laughs> she was like, wow, I can't believe you just said that. I was like, yeah, took guts. <laughs> I don't know. Working on it, trying to get better. I, I realize I'm a weirdo. I remember I had a one-night stand once. Went great, fun night, hanging out. But during the sex, she did a new one I'd never seen before. She acted like a four-year-old. You ever come across this? We'd be having sex. I don't know where she'd be like, you know, if you want to, you can pull my hair. I was like, all right. <laughs> and we keep going, you know, if you want to, you can slap my ass. I was like, you got it. And I keep going, you know, if you want to, you can choke me. I was like, I do. Um, we finished, we had a great night, we're laying there, and I was like, you know, if you want to, you can leave. <laughs> she didn't care for that one, I thought the uh, timing was perfect, you know. A lot of girls get mad about the whole leaving thing, but it's nothing personal against you, Lee, it's just a weirdo, I'm in my head, I'm a nut, I'm an introvert, I gotta get out of there. A lot of girls get mad, like, what, do you just bang me and leave? Well, yeah, this was a long night. <laughs> I've been trying to win you over like nine hours. I'm exhausted. There were five guys at the bar hitting on you. I'd outcharm them, be more interesting, be conversational, be funny, be on all night. She was like, what? You could have just been yourself. I'm like, what are you fucking stupid? <laughs> be myself? What? I'm an idiot. If I was myself, I'd be like, hey, you fat whore, let's fuck. <laughs> it's not going to work. She was like, well, I don't get it. Why do you want to leave? Like, I don't know. I just want to go talk to somebody. Well, why not talk to me? I just want to go talk to a friend. She, well, you can tell me anything. I'm like, well, that's not true. She's like, I swear to God, you can tell me anything you want. It's like, all right, well, I uh, recently had sex with a woman, and she won't let me leave. <laughs> so that ended. <laughs> what is that with the leaving, ladies? That really hits a nerve with you guys. Ladies, you want a guy to stay, make him want to stay. Like, guys, we have pickup lines. Ladies, you need stay put lines. That's where you kick in. It's okay. I approached you at a bar. I was nervous. I was on my heels, shucking and jiving. I made it work. Now you want me to hang out, so you do it. Isn't that justice? She's like, well, you're not being that fun right now. I'm like, I already did that. That's how I fucked you. <laughs> but now you want me to stay, so you go. It's just a shift change. That's all. Win me over. Charm me. Sweep me off my feet. You do it. I don't get it. Girls are always like, I want this guy to like me. You push your boobs together, wear high heels, you look sexy as hell. Then a guy is sexy, you're like, that's it? Well, that's what was advertised. <laughs> it's very confusing. You tricked me. Your outfit's like a movie trailer. I'm like, oh, I want to see that movie. I go see the movie, then I go home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't sit around going, I got to get to know this theater. <laughs> and I'm not saying the theater sucks or 
anything's wrong with it just wasn't advertised <laughs> talk to me i'd love to go i had a girl once you can't leave you fucked me well is this is this how you get people to hang out with you <laughs> a conversation anecdote knock knock something ladies you do kegels tighten up those stories <laughs> I don't even get why this is so controversial. I'm just tired. I'm exhausted. I've been bringing the heat all night. I've been playing the hits. I'm exhausted. I want to go. She's like, well, how can you be fake all night? I'm like, well, you faked it too. You don't look like that. You're wearing makeup. <laughs> We're both full of shit. Your eyes don't go, ugh, at the end of it. <laughs> We're both lying. I'm just wearing makeup my personality. That's all. <laughs> I don't know. Like, ladies, you know when you go out to dinner with a guy, you're like, just because you bought me dinner doesn't mean I owe you sex. And that's true. But just because you let me have sex with you doesn't mean I owe my morning. <laughs> It's the same exact transaction. Equality. <laughs> yeah, I love Mark Norman. So, yeah. <clears throat> there was our comedic performance. Mark's one of the best podcast guests ever, too, because he's, he's just so on all the time. Well, you just heard the way he, whatever, I mean, he... That's how he talks. Like, that's yeah. him normal talking. That's not his, uh, like actor it's not a it's not a fake act that's how he is in real life it's it's great love listening to him yeah <clears throat> but uh yeah i'll have to i've got a long list of comedians i'm actually going to see ari shafir so maybe next week if we're doing one i'll find a little ari bit yeah there you uh, go because what you're going the second correct yeah april 2nd trevor's going maybe trevor can pop in after we go see him oh that'd be awesome um but yeah me him chad because that Saturday and that Sunday Robert's is WrestleMania. Going. Oh, yeah, that's right. And you're DJing the... Oh, uh, yeah, until 7 o'clock from 3 to 7. Right when it starts. I know, right? Bam. But uh, uh, we should grill out. First grill out of the season. On that Sunday? Saturday. No, because you're, you're going to the show. Or is that on Friday? I think it's Friday night. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah that would work out perfect then. Yeah. Because, you know... <laughs> You know, with that whole daylight savings. Oh, yeah, which is another thing. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I put that on Facebook. They're trying to make standard... uh, They're trying to take away daylight savings and just make it standard. And the guy who's behind it is fucking Marco Rubio, this fucking governor or senator from Florida, because Florida runs on tourism and an extra hour of sunlight and fucking goddamn shithead Florida will make his economy extra money. But he doesn't give a shit about everybody who lives in the Midwest where it'll be pitch black till 9 a.m. That's where it gets kind in of In the weird. winter. Fuck that guy. They tried this before in the 70s, taking away daylight savings time and just making standard time always. It failed miserably. Kids are trying to get on the bus at, you know, 7.30 in the morning and it's pitch black. A couple kids died because people didn't see kids at the end of the road. Um... And your sleep cycle gets all fist-fucked because if it's more light at the end of the day, your circadian rhythm goes out of whack. It's not good in any fucking... They, they've done this. They've done it, and it failed. And now they're trying to do it again. And if they do, it'll fail again. So go write your congressman. Well, not your congressman, because uh, I tried writing a congressman, and they're Maybe like... Be a senator. Yeah, we deal with state legislation. This is a federal thing. Yeah. So you got to talk to Ron Johnson and Tammy Baldwin and... Uh, Who's the third one? Well, it used to be... <clears throat> anyway, I sent them all yeah. an email saying, hey, fuck faces. I sent them that video of Sagar from Breaking Points explaining why it's such a horrible idea. It is. Uh, it, it'd be something... I, the only thing that I hate is like when we end up doing the daylight savings time in the winter. That's what I... I really hate that one. 
I like I like in this October? one. I like yeah. Fall back. Yeah. I like this one though. When we end up, you know, we go in, we go spring ahead, ahead, spring ahead. I don't care. I mean, I really like it when it's like not, you know, it's light out until like right now it's light until seven o'clock. Yeah, it's a lot better. I don't know. It, I wouldn't say it, it's just a but little bit more sunrise depressing. Is, yeah, sunrise is depressing, still at seven thirty. You know, yeah, but it would be a hell of a lot more depressing. I guess if it doesn't. Sunrise was at eight thirty. For me, I guess it, it doesn't really because you know I go to work at four thirty in the morning. Yeah. So either way, it's already it's still dark. Okay, but then in like peak summer, the sun wouldn't be going down until nine thirty at night. It would fuck up your sleep. I guarantee it. Well, I'm gonna probably have to start taking some gummies. Yeah. Get the indicas for sleep though. I'll get the uh, indica in the couch. They got uh, they got those gummies that have melatonin in it. Well, dude, if you take the the ones that I got, the three cheese Delta Eights, yeah, which Delta Eights legal, yeah, federally. So yeah, we were actually having this discussion last night about the the Delta Eight and the federal. Because um, um, you could buy it online and just right. get it shipped to your house. Because there's no fucking law against it. Because in 2018, when they passed the hemp bill for farmers to make hemp in the United States instead of having to import it from Canada. Uh, and hemp grows like fucking weeds and, and make, you know, you can talk to any hippie and they'll talk your ear off about hemp, but, uh, you like Crosby, Stills and Nash. Hey, do you know you can make anything out of hemp? Hey, hemp um, rope's the strongest rope you've ever made, man. Check out these poker shells I have. <laughs> you want to know where I got them from? Hemp? No. <laughs> got it from the beach at the county park in Shauna Lake. I made this park out of hemp. <laughs> but anyway... Uh, you can derive THC from hemp. And if hemp's legal, it means the THC from hemp's legal. Right. Now, granted, it takes a shit ton more hemp to provide that much, but they can extract it and sell it at this point. It might go... Some states, I guess, have outlawed Delta-8. So, which is... You know how some counties or some states are dry states? Yep. But federally, alcohol is fine for anybody over 21? They're doing starting to do the same thing with Delta Eight, where federally it's legal, but a state can still make it illegal if it wants to. Well, you were, which is the opposite of what regular weed is, where a bunch of states are making it legal and federally it's illegal. It, yeah, because our whole system's fucked and it's all based on corrupt money. That's Fuckers. everything that yeah, I know. this is all based on. It's just. But anyway, as of right now, you can get Delta 8 anywhere and consume it legally. Well, you were talking, though, last night about if you were a federal employee oh, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. federally legal, what you are, if you had T8, the, the Delta H, which has a THC in it, if you had that in your system, they could charge you. I Well, I don't know for sure, but because the Delta 8 is not Delta 9, Delta 8 is the strain of THC that you get from you know, Delta-8 products and from hemp. Delta-9 is the THC found in cannabis, marijuana. So I don't know if the piss tests are so granular that it can tell the difference between a Delta-8 and a Delta-9 or Probably if it just shows not. up positive for THC. So I'm, I guarantee if people are getting fired for having THC in their system and Delta-8 is legal in their state, that there's going to be lawsuits because they're getting fired for unjust reasons because it's federally legal. It'd be no different than having uh, alcohol in the alcohol weekend. In your it's system. just the TG, blah, 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 blah. THC is detectable 
for longer periods of time, but it doesn't mean you took it that day. But who the fuck are they to say that you can't go home and take a gummy and go to sleep if you're having trouble sleeping? Right. So, I mean, it's better than taking a fucking Ambien or any other pharmaceutical drug that you get hooked on. Because, man, I'm not hooked, but if I need to get to sleep, I'll take one of those three chi Delta eights and man, I feel good for like an hour and then it slowly gets drowsy and I dare you to stay awake <laughs> after three hours after taking one of those. Yeah. And it's just a good, you just drift off and all of a sudden you're like, it's morning. <laughs> it's great. It's the best sleep I ever got in my life. Also, as you uh, fall asleep, Simon and Garfunkel playing in the background? No, it's always Rockford Files. I'm a Rockford Files junkie now. Hello, my old friend. <laughs> no. I come to the, talk to you again. How does this fucking... It's like... Really? <laughs> with his his uh, gold... Uh, I, I was actually listening to Bill Burt talk about Rockford Files. Uh, James Garner, they wanted to... It was, it was in like 1979... Mm-hmm. And that's when uh, Smokey and the Bandit came out. So the the 78 or 79 Trans Am was the big, you know, hot muscle car yep. of its day. And they wanted him to drive that muscle car. And James Garner's like, this guy lives in a trailer. He barely makes rent. He's a His character is that of one that's, a, you know, a bit of a schemer. And he's living, you know hand to mouth he's like he wouldn't have a expensive muscle car he'd have the knockoff version right of it so he drives a gold pontiac e-spirit which <laughs> which looks a lot like a trans am but it's not it doesn't have the big v8 in it and it doesn't have like the spoiler and all the flare it's just like the bare bones body of a trans am but it's called an e-spirit or esperit or whatever. I think it's esperit, yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> it's like, he's like, I won't do it. He's like, there's no way this character would have a fucking expensive Trans Am. He'd have the fucking bullshit knockoff brand right. that, like, he wouldn't be driving a Mustang. He'd have the uh, <laughs> Pinto or whatever, the <laughs> Maverick, that's what <laughs> it was. The Ford Maverick. He wouldn't be driving a fucking Mustang, so... You mean to tell me he won't have a DeLorean? But he's right because his character in that show is, you know, he's yeah, he's not sleazy, but he's uh, I'll get a couple extra bucks out of my client because of the expenses, you right? But <laughs> which is right, but people always expect him to be the the line in the movie all or the movie the show is always is like his rates two hundred bucks a day plus expenses and plus expenses can be, you know. Stopping off at the tavern to <laughs> cover his tab, you know, <laughs> depending how rich his client is that he's doing the PI work for. But I love that fucking show. And Bill Burr was telling that story about the car that uh, he wouldn't do the show with a Trans Am because it didn't make any sense. So, wow. I think it's on for like five seasons. And back then, you had 20 episodes a season. So there's like 100 episodes I got to watch. Jesus yet. Christ. You might as well <clears throat> not start a new show up right now. Well, no, I can always come back to it because it's not like uh, you can watch any show individually because they're all individual stories. Right. They're not like uh, Game of Thrones or But do you feel or... like going from one show to another, let's say you're watching one show, okay, and then you watch three or four episodes of that, and then you go to another show and continue on watching that show. <coughs> Excuse me. 
do you feel like you want to get done with one before you <coughs> God before you uh, start quit swallowing naps <laughs> no shit take a um, drink of that bloody yeah I, I got to uh, giddy up boy no well it depends like a show like the Rockford Files or a show like The Office or Thirty Rock you already know the premise and you don't have to see the previous two episodes to get the current episode. So like a show like Rockford Files, I can not watch it for two months while I watch a, a what would they call it, a sequential series like yeah. Jack Reacher where you have to see the previous couple episodes. Jack to Ryan. Get, yeah, Jack Ryan, um, Upload. You need yep. to know what's happening in the yep. previous episodes to know what's happening in you know, this week's episode. These other shows stand on their own, so you don't need to worry about it. So if a new show comes out, I just stop watching Rockford Files until I finish this new show. So I tried watching them upload, but I was tired, so I've made it through the first episode, I think. I have to go back and watch the rest. Yeah, there's only... um Eight episodes? Seven. Oh, that's weird. I think seven. Usually they do even Which numbers. I was like... The, the thing is, is at the end, <clears throat> at the end you're like... It is one of those things where you watch it all the way to the end, the second uh, season... And then all of a sudden you're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> so we had to wait, what, two years because of the pandemic? Yep. We had to wait two years for season two of Upload to come out. And now it finally came out. And now what? I have to wait another year now? Yeah. So Well, that's why I'm not in a rush to watch it. I'm going to, I just canceled Netflix, but it goes through until April 15th. So I'm going to try and watch <laughs> everything that I want to watch, which right. isn't a lot left. That's why I'm getting rid of Netflix because... They put on so much shit that I don't want to see that's originals. Like, I don't care about this. I don't want to watch this. But then they'll add some movies that I haven't seen in a while where I'm like, oh, that's cool. But well, I can also see that on Amazon Prime. So I'm like, why do I even have Netflix? I should get rid of it for a year and get HBO for a year and then switch back and forth, which is what I'm going to do. Right. So on April 15th, because HBO has some shows that I want to see... Uh, and they got the new Game of Thrones prequel coming out this year. Okay. So I want to see that. And they've got this other one called Raised by Wolves uh, show that it's like a... I'll have to watch it and I'll explain it. That'll be a thing that we do on our weekly show. I'll tell you what I'm watching. we got so many things that we can talk about. We'll have our supper clubs once a month that we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. Um Dairyland baseball. Dairyland baseball, which we're gonna have uh, Mike. Mike said that he would uh, like. To, he yeah, would come we've on got a we got a portable Zoom now, so we might. Yeah, uh, we pre- moved up in this world. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> we'll probably like who knows. I mean, well, we were just testing too with the um, GoPro, the GoPro, and we got the audio. So we could put a little tripod, like what I, I was thinking. I, I, I do actually have a tripod. <clears throat> It's a smaller one, but... Yeah, but those... Well, I think that GoPro has a GoPro mount that you can put on. It's like a universal mount. You take the sticky right. off, and so, yeah, it'll probably work. But uh, we were thinking about pre-tailgate and, like, a Dairyland baseball game sitting in the bleachers. Yep. Me, you, Mike, and Nicky Mac, or just me, you, and Mike, um, just for, like, an hour bullshitting. Maybe and even then, talk to some players, whatever, and they, you know... Whatever. Yeah. But, you know, nobody's there an hour before the game. They're just taking batting practice and You can hear the background, the ambience. Yeah, so you hear the ambience of a baseball field before we watch a nightly game over at the old Jack Jack Rinky Field. So that's (laughs) something we might do. But with the portability, we could go on a vacation and do a 
podcast, like when we go to Wisconsin Rapids yeah. for the Rafters game, we can take that along, and in the morning before the bars open, we could sit in our hotel rooms and just bullshit, yeah. bullshit, and do a, a podcast quick, and then go out and hit some dive bars. Yeah, because what would he say? August twelfth was the uh, yeah I think, I think <clears throat> Rafters game. The tickets haven't gone on sale yet, but as soon as they do, I'm buying four tickets. So me, you. If Craig wants to go again, I don't know if Tony would or probably not. Now that he's uh, getting a little bit more serious in mm. his uh, why so serious? <laughs> How much do you, honey? I love you. Well, he's... I love you. <laughs> Dino might be moving back to Bondwell then, which I hope he does. I he, hope he, he does. Be too. My neighbor. Yeah, he's in Bondwell <laughs> most of the time anyway. <laughs> uh I, I wanted to touch Moving's up. Moving's a pain in the ass. But I whatever. wanted to touch up on this. But anyway, we'll have a portable uh, podcast thing going on. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to touch up on this then, too. Uh, the Scott Hall passing away. Oh, yeah. WWE Hall of Famer. Yep. Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. The bad guy. Hey, say hello to the bad guy. Did you hear the one that says uh, Razor Ramon got... Uh, it was a joke, somebody said. It was something to do with, yeah, they're going to cremate... Uh, Scott Hall, and uh, they know that they'll have it finished because the toothpick will burn. Uh, Bastard. I thought you were, were going to say. <laughs> What's something to do with was, the toothpick? Scott Hall's going to be cremated, and then Al Pacino's going to snort him. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what he based, uh, he based that Razor Ramon character yeah. off of was Scarface from uh, and did you know that, Al Pacino Scarface. Uh, Razor Ramon was the first interview ever, a televised interview on the first Monday Night Raw ever. Really? Yep. Huh. On that all a couple days ago. Well, I, I saw a meme on Twitter that uh, current WWE superstar Carmella, who's hot as fuck, big fake tits, but she's dumber than bag of hammers, her father was the yes. first, first guy to wrestle Razor, Razor Ramon, Ramon in... Televised WWE. It was the first match. Yep. The first Raw match was Razor Ramon versus her father. He was a jobber, but he, you know. Kind of like the Brooklyn Brawler. He was but, a yeah, he just used his real name, though, I yeah. think. So he wasn't, he was just a guy in red tights. But interesting little fact, so that was cool. Yeah, so this is from Inside the Ropes, which is a very. They're pretty sort, reputable. Yeah. Uh, so the new details have reported uh, concerning oh, the circumstances of the tragic death. Yeah. So on March 14th, WWE Hall of Famer Scott Hall sadly passed away at the age of 63. The star had previously been in the hospital after breaking his hip, but complications led to three heart attacks that left him on life support. As WWE Raw went live, the show opened with a graphic pain tribute to Hall and breaking the news that he had passed away. Tributes to the influential star have since poured in from around the wrestling world. Yeah, I know the uh, the details on yep. this, so I'll just... Speaking to Dave Metzler <clears throat> in the uh, latest edition of the Wrestler Observer newsletter, Hall's friend Sean Waltman, who, if you don't know, he was X-Pac, X-Pac and the one two three kid has provided more information on the circumstances surrounding his passing. Waltman explained that Hall had fallen at home and couldn't move or get to a phone and call for help. Yeah, he broke his hip at home, and he was sitting at home for days. Yeah. Couldn't move, couldn't... My great-grandmother, uh, she was 99 years old, um, and she... This was back because, yeah, she was born in 1900. So back in 1999, she broke her hip, and not that long after, she didn't make it to 100, but she almost did, but that was a... 
But yeah, so people couldn't get a hold of Scott Hall on the phone or anything, and he's already had a history of uh, substance abuse. Yep. Uh, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, who's famous now for his yoga. His yoga, yep. Uh, DDPY, he, if you've never seen the documentary The Resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts, go watch it. Even if you're not a wrestling fan, talk about a turnaround in somebody's life that thought he was past his prime and was just waiting to die, basically. Uh, Jake the Snake Roberts was huge in the 80s and 90s. He'd bring a python to the ring. Uh, you can look up clips of him. He was one of the most famous wrestlers yep. besides Hulk Hogan Ultimate and Macho Warrior. Man. Yeah. But, I mean, Jake the Snake was constant. And if you've never seen the Vice uh, episode about him and his family, I mean, you're surprised this guy wasn't worse. But anyway, uh, Diamond Dallas Page is just this most positive person on planet Earth. He might be. He's I've... He did a Joe Rogan Experience podcast. Go listen to that, too, for Diamond Dallas. But anyway, Diamond Dallas turned Jake the Snake's life around uh, where he was basically almost immobile and started him, you know, being accountable, not doing drugs and drinking anymore and doing this yoga. And he got in such good a shape that they brought him back uh, to WWE on Raw, and he did, like, a couple episodes where... He was involved in some angles, and then they inducted him into the Hall of Fame because Vince wouldn't in, induct him unless he was clean. Right. And, I mean, if you look at Jake the Snake at the beginning of this documentary and then look at him at the end, he's, what, 68 years old? He's got to be around there, yeah. When that happened? Because now I think he's almost 70. Or he, he, might have, he was in his 60s when DDP started to help him. And that had been like five years ago. Yeah. And... To look at him when he started and look where he is. Even now, he's still on AEW uh, with uh, Lance Archer, the murder hawk. <laughs> <laughs> I like Lance Archer, but it's a stupid nickname. <laughs> uh, you know, Jake the Snake's doing really well. So he did the exact same thing for Scott Hall. Scott Hall was in a fucking wheelchair yeah. at one point, And DDP helped him and, you know, kicked him off of pain meds and that he was addicted to and oxy and all that shit and drinking and he got him back on track too so he was really close with scott hall scott hall breaks his hip he's laying in his house for at least two days possibly three days i guess is the report yeah and he lived in georgia and ddp lives somewhere around atlanta too nobody could get a hold of him they asked ddp to go check on him because they thought maybe substance abuse and DDP found him and got him to a hospital. But the complications from laying that long with a broken hip, there were blood clots that formed, and that's what caused three heart attacks that he had. Yeah. And then he passed away, and they took him off life support. So a sad ending. But it is, yeah. Because even Xbox even said that you know <clears throat> the pandemic did him in, too, as well. Yeah, because Due to he... the drinking brought on the two years of being isolated in the house with little social, social interaction, which that's one thing that he... When he got clean? He went to every single WrestleCon across the country. He traveled and signed autographs and went to all the... He was in... Uh, he was with Kevin Nash in Oshkosh. Yeah. Like two years ago, right yep. before the pandemic hit. Um, that Hornswoggle uh, uh, puts on. 
Brandon Postel. Brandon Postel runs a, a independent uh, wrestling organization in Oshkosh area, but he also does wrestle cons where he invites Hall of Fame wrestlers and independent legends to come and sell their merch and take pictures, sign autographs. Yeah, he uh, and then he, they put on a couple matches. He goes on with uh, um, Brian Myers and uh, uh, Matt Cardona. Yeah, uh, they are uh, the the major wrestling figure podcast. Uh, yeah. If you ever get a chance uh, on YouTube, check that out. Yeah, they, they go out and find old toys and collectibles from our childhood. Start, it could be starting lineups. It could be old wrestling, WWF <clears throat> figures. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it could be Ninja Turtles. Yeah. You know, it, but anything from like 90s childhood, yeah. which is our age group. Right. They go out and find and they collect and, they, you know, their podcast is about finding new shit and going to old garage sales and they did going one, on eBay and there was, whatnot. Yeah, there was one. I don't know if you saw it yet or not, but the one where... Um, Oh, uh, sorry, not Brandon. Dylan Postel. Sorry, Dylan Postel is in th- his name. Oh, Hornswoggle. Yeah. Oh, not Brandon. I. I no, uh, I was thinking of the Brian Myers. No, I was thinking of the other little person who's a. I was thinking of Brad Williams. Oh, the, okay, yeah. The stand-up, the stand-up comic. comedian. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, they were. Because I'm racist. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, they were... everybody looks the same, huh, motherfucker? So <laughs> Brian Myers, he went to, uh, he stayed with Dylan Postel in Oshkosh, and then here they were driving. They went to a Perkins to go eat. They had this all on. Um, went to um, Sheboygan, and Sheboygan, then, and then they went to Fond du Lac, and then Brian Myers had to take a video of the Paps Blue Ribbon uh, semi going through. Yeah, <laughs> um, and uh, they were like, to "This a... is just a Tuesday for us, bud." Yeah, and then they did a show, which if you ever get a chance, uh, it was an ACW show. Um, uh, Brian Myers did one. It was a hardcore match, and uh, it shows the highlights, and it was pretty pretty badass. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, that's what they do is they go. It's, it'd be kind of like us. Uh, we're really in which we got to. I, I even thought about this. So back when we were kids, baseball cards, football cards. Didn't oh, matter what we've it been, is. yeah. Okay, we were talking about all this stuff that you know when we wish that we would have kept when we were younger, or mm-hmm. even if what we have that we don't know of. What happens if we were just to buy some now of like twenty twenty one twenty two? Okay, mm-hmm. hold on to them and let's oh, say just, uh, like yeah, it would be kind of like when we were kids though, but we're mm-hmm. older now. But even you know when we get older, we could then say, listen, yeah, because okay, eventually we, we have a annual Christmas party that we on Christmas Eve we all get together and give out little gay gifts from well not gay gifts but like. Uh, the 80s and 90s, when we were kids, we try and find gifts like uh, I bought a light bright, and we got uh, these slap bristle bracelets and yeah, fanny where is packs. Yeah, usually and you slap them on yourself. I had it upstairs because I was like game over because that's what it said. Uh, you know, little those little helicopter guys and the army men and all the little shit we had as kids. We just buy those as gifts. We wrapping up and we get drunk at the bar and hand out gifts. And we were like, oh, we should find unopened packs of trading cards right and you knew a guy when you worked at the rooster yeah but now you can't remember who the fuck it was who nope. said he had a bunch of unopened packs of football cards sitting in his attic yeah we need to track that guy down i agree because we've been looking for unopened packs of cards and they're outrageous yeah it's like well there's that guy that's 20 on... bucks for a pack there's a guy i don't know he's on and Facebook. they're not even good cards no. they're like pro set which were like a buck back in the day and they're not worth anything now so it's just 
they're you're paying for the experience of opening an unopened pack of cards from the 90s there's even some guys that still have those old tops cards mm. um and they had the bubble gum in there and yeah opening up for the first oh, time I'd and then for they go sure eat that bubble that, gum. that's what they do yeah. he literally puts the gum and he's like oh, mm, not bad it kind of lost its flavor after about five seconds i'm like <laughs> oh, like lucky strikes tastes like 1993 or, <laughs> or what was it yeah lucky stripes the, that gum member was like fruit stripes fruit stripes that was yeah it. Yes. the zebra one yeah yeah like oh man this is really good oh you spit it out and you put another one in your mouth uh carefree was like that too or juicy fruit yeah juicy fruit yes juicy fruit <laughs> you chew it for like five seconds you're like man this is really good. oh but i but i figured like what i was maybe gonna start doing is i'll just like every now and then i'll just buy like a new set of because you never know well, we, we could be like 30 years from now that card that we're getting now could be worth a lot well no yeah what i'm saying is we should buy like a box of cards that have all the unopened packs yep and then when we're doing our christmas party 20 years from now we'll slip one of those into each other's stocking and then we'll be like oh 2022 aaron Rodgers, this is when he signed the contract oh my god (laughs) holy shit look at this one it's a Joe Burrow. It's a Joe Burrow. Yeah. Card. Yeah. Who the fuck's Joe Burrow? Because <laughs> this year he'll get injured. He'll be never heard from again. Yeah. <laughs> you or know. it could be a Jake Allen, which could be, you know, uh, it could be a Tom Brady uh, Tampa Bay one. Because since he's going back and he's unretired again. That took all of two months. Well, <laughs> I mean, you could tell that he was going to come back anyway. I didn't. I thought he was like, I thought he was going to get an ESPN job and. Yeah, which ESPN, great job on that one, bringing oh, yeah. Joe Buck oh, and Thank Trank God, and... thank God. Just don't have the Packers on Monday nights. <laughs> uh, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, the the bane of sports casting existence, both got signed to ESPN to do Monday Night Football. You do realize this, though. Which means we don't have to listen to do them on Fox. you want to know what? I will tell you this. I can guarantee that they're going to be, uh, the Packers will be on a Monday night game Oh, they'll be next at least year. one. No, I know. But next year, I guarantee I know what game that will be. London? <clears throat> no, London will be this year. I'm talking oh, about next talking year, about 2023 next year. season. Okay. Vegas and Packers, they play against each other. Oh, there you In go. In Vegas. We should go. Yeah. We should go to Nashville this year, too. Unless you're dead set on going to London, then you're probably not going to swing both. Ki- yeah, I'm dead set, but then again, I don't want to go by myself. Yeah, and I don't know that I can. I'd have to get a. I'd have to apply for a passport now. Yeah. Well, and I'd have to do the Look marathon. at this. London looks so much not like it really is in real well, life. I was talking to a friend of mine who's been there, and he's like, yeah, it's cool to hang out and stuff. And to drink there is really, you know, and seeing all the old buildings An and experience. stuff. But he's like, the food sucks. <laughs> well, like, you figure, what is there really to eat? I mean, ba- but he's like, they serve baked beans with everything. <laughs> bangers and mash. Yeah, but he's like, when you get the culture shock of ordering eggs and sausage in the morning and it comes with baked beans, beans. splattered over the plate, over the top of your eggs, you're like... The Germans should have dropped cookbooks on you sons of bitches during World That's War right. II. <laughs> That's right. You have yourself some beans. <clears throat> Get over yourself, you fucking American. But yeah, I mean, if if fish that, and if, chips everywhere if, you go, if that doesn't if that doesn't end up going through, um, I do know that we'll be uh, going we're going to Reno next year. Um, but is that for bowling? Yeah, 
And usually, like, Reno, Reno's only, like, I think we only stay, like, four days, five days. I mean, Reno, personally, <clears throat> if you want to, if you want a place to go, seriously, you would love yeah, Reno. Yeah, The reason why I say that is because Reno, so that is, It's like not flashy. The heart. <clears throat> yeah, it's not flashy. It's a smaller, it's just way smaller Vegas, but it, it's a lot more fun. Because. Um, and even, um. The uh, old, uh, like the old western town of uh, Virginia City. Oh yeah, you yeah, yeah. would uh, trust me. You would love that. It's surrounded by mountains. It's got the old western feel. Um, it's literally got the um, the uh, what what do they call it? it? It's the table. I forgot what the table is called, but it's haunted, and it's like literally still there yet. Uh, let me see. Like a gambling table or a poker table? Uh, like, yeah, it was uh, a poker table. Aces and, and eights, Bill, um, uh, Wild Bill Hickok. Yeah, it, um, I wish I could remember. I, I, when I thought he, that was in Dodge City where he died, though. Uh, the dead man's hand, aces and eights. I want to say it was called the suicide table, actually, to tell you the truth. Let oh, me see if it was not. called the suicide table. Um, see, uh, Buffalo yes. Bill Cody. There it is. So there it is, this, the suicide table, and it's still there to this day. We went and we saw it. Okay, why is it famous? Well, there it is. Okay. Uh, the reason why it is famous, so um, here it is. <clears throat> Which is also another great thing. The uh, they have old saloons in there. And yeah, I definitely want to. The do bucket that. of blood saloon is really cool. Yep. My parents actually there. Uh, they signed it, and it's still there. I went when I went last time. Huh. Okay, so here it is. On the various approaches to Virginia City, travelers are likely to see boldly letters signs for two attractions. That's right. One of them is the Bucket of Blood Saloon, a name overpromising of what you'll see, and the famous Suicide Table. The Suicide Table is in the Delta Saloon, past the slot machines in the rear. That's right. They actually have the old slot machines in there yet, too. Um, it's an old Faro Bank table dating back to 1860, claimed to be responsible for the deaths of three of its owners. Large signs explain the game of Pharaoh and tell the fatal fortune or furniture tale. The first casualty of the suicide table was said to be Black Jake, who lost 70,000 playing cards one evening, and he decided to shoot himself. Okay. The next victim is an unnamed second owner who was unable to pay his losses, so the official record doesn't verify whether he committed suicide or was cashed in by his angry creditors. Mm-hmm. The table has been stored for some years because no one would deal on it, but apparently too much of an investment to outright destroy. In the late 1890s, someone converted it into a 21 table. Blackjack. Yep. And its cursed history seemed to have been forgotten until one stormy night. Ooh, it had to be a stormy night for this ghost story. All right. And obviously... It, that was all silver mining machines back then. You, you, you'll actually, like, when you're on your way to Virginia City, you actually, in the um, the mountains and the desert, you do see the old silver mining machines still sitting in there. Well, the, I'd, I'd want to go check those out. Yeah. Also, Pharaoh, if you never, uh, if you don't know what it is, go, uh, if you ever watch the movie Tombstone, um, Wyatt Earp, when they buy that bar, they run a Pharaoh table. It's kind of like... Uh, roulette almost where yeah. you bet on a card instead of a yep. number and uh the dealer versus all the customers so right it's almost like roulette with cards exactly so yeah so the, the last one a drunken miner wandered in and uh had a wild streak of gambling luck eighty six thousand. a team of horses and an interest Back then eighty six thousand dollars 1890s that's, that's a million plus oh that's easy more that's more than a million 
back in 1890s, that's probably about 10 mil. Are you going to see what? <laughs> no, but it, let's just, let's say it's between one and 10 million. <laughs> yeah. So um, everything the owner of the table had <clears throat> in the world, right? You would assume. Yeah. So the owner promptly departed for the next, well, today's the suicide table is under the protective plexiglass, perhaps more pro- or protect, more to protect than the table itself. So it turns out that the um, uh, the suicide table and its uh, rich historic history, it's something to be uh, to bewildered. Yep, you turn something like that into a novelty attraction, and you can still make money off of it a hundred years later. Well, I, the thing is, though, I mean, <laughs> nothing makes money like nostalgia. I'll say, no, it you don't have to pay for it. it. You walk right in. But it's okay. It's a, it's an attraction to the place where you right. buy other shit. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, and it's got like uh, nothing sells like nostalgia. Well, that <laughs> is true. But yeah, I mean, it's really cool. And then even uh, going out of Virginia City, we uh, continued on going through the mountains. And there's like waterfalls up in the Sierra Nevadas um, all the way until we come down into um, uh, Lake Tahoe. Well, you sold me. I'm going. You should. I'm going to get some hookers. I told, I told Wayne and Connie. They said that they would be definitely be in. Ann and uh, Jared said they would, would, they would go because they've never been there. Well, I need some single and there friends is to a, go on oh, some dirty adventures. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, uh, me? Yeah, but you're going to be bowling. I'm Tyler and all of us. I mean, come on now. There's a karaoke bar in the, like, it's like. Oh, don't get, don't get too crazy. It's a dive bar. There's not like, a, not a karaoke, but did you say karaoke? Did you whisper that down a, a, a silent dark alley to get your customers to come in? How, how outrageous, how, how scandalous a karaoke bar. I'm talking about swingers that wear masks like in... Well, the Bunny Ranch is right there. <laughs> I thought that was outside of Vegas. Nope. It's Reno. Outside mm. of Reno. They charge too much. I don't know. What do they charge? Well, did you ever watch that we Playboy channel? Yeah. Uh, did you ever watch the Playboy channel? That guy that ran the Bunny Ranch? Yeah. They were talking about like 1200 bucks an hour. I'm like, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> is that how it goes? You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ. That's a down payment on a car. Uh, let's see. Bunny one. Ranch prices. See if they. Well, oh, yeah, each, here. Bunny Ranch independent contractor. They're not hookers, son. Uh, okay, here it is. Each individual names their own price. Okay, so. But I'm talking. I want the dirty street gal that's hustling for nickels on the corner. Okay. So here is the latest one. Uh. So it's. No, not it's not called the Bunny Ranch anymore. It's called well, the no, Chicken Ranch. No, that guy ranch. died. Yeah, so now it's called the Chicken well, Ranch. Well, I thought he had like three different locations. Yeah. One was in Vegas, one was in Reno, one was... Uh, the original one is by Reno, though. Okay. Uh, so it's... The guy's nickname was Big Daddy. Yeah. Uh, so the, the original... Imposter. The Chicken Ranch is legally licensed place located approximately 90 miles west of Las Vegas, which is just... Um, it's, it's to the... Uh, so it'd be to the east of Reno. Okay. Um, and the 17 bed ranch is located on 16 hectare. Uh, hectare. Hectares? Yeah. Use acres, you fist yeah. fuckers. Um, but it says, although our guides also suggest the prices for the chicken and bunny ranch started at around $1,000, we have now learned that Boo. Dennis Hoff himself, that was his name, Dennis Hoff, yeah. or Hoff, uh, that many girls Not party. The Hoff. Yeah, <laughs> many girls will party for as low as two hundred dollars. Guests typically spend between two hundred and six hundred just to visit. Yeah, fuck that. 
I want yeah. the $50 special at the bowling alley. Um, the Odom package is called the Girlfriend <laughs> Experience. It costs up to $1,000 per hour yeah. at the local brothel. It includes the feature like kissing, hugging, walking, and just talking. And overdosing. <laughs> what the fuck? So the Bunny Ranch is, uh, it, uh, is between Las Vegas and Moonlight. It's... Uh, yeah, it's a, it's just right outside. So of right yeah, you, uh, there's something about the city limits where technically it's not legal, but how come there's hookers everywhere? Right. But I'm not traveling out to the fucking Bunny Ranch, of half hour drive, where I can just decide whether or not a pretty girl on the corner is a vice cop or not. So <laughs> I love it how like some of these people on uh, on the internet are asking these questions. How are do you how do you go about negotiating prices at the Moonlight Bunny Ranch? Fuck you. That's what. You either pay what they're asking or you kick rocks. Be a gentleman. So speaking of, because I <clears throat> want to talk about we were talking about this last week, strip clubs. Well, well, well. We decided. Alright, so I have two stories about strip clubs. You have many stories about strip clubs. And I have one about Robert, who's not here to verify, but I'm going to tell it anyway because i got a picture to prove it. <laughs> okay, so uh, do, do you want me to tell Well, let me tell Robert okay, first. go ahead. See, we were on a bachelor party I'm going to get something to drink. A, you want Yeah, something? I need something to drink as well. Uh, what do you want? Okay, what are you drinking, beer? I'm going to get it, yeah. I'm just going to... Well, then grab two, my fine feathered friend. There's two tall boys in the bottom. I know. Oh, yeah. That's what I was in the grab. Well, I'll have a tall boy, and you have a tall boy. All right. And I'll tell this little story. And this story. Bart Roberto at a bachelor party that I planned, because I'm the king of bachelor parties. These... You need a bachelor party plan, you just <laughs> fucking slip a little DM over to Big Daddy, and I'll have you having fun passed out with titties in your face before you can say Pippi Longstock. Do you want to know what? Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, what my brother texted me. So uh who's, who's Pippi, Pippi Longstockings and, and uh, Pepe Lopez? Lopez. <laughs> None of your goddamn business, that's who. <laughs> we protect our sources on this show and our identities are always codenamed. So anyway Anyway, the uh the I so I planned a badge party for one of my friends and we went down to uh just south of Wisconsin Dells. We went to uh Castle Rock Lake, where they had a uh, imitation, not imitation, what do they call it, where they, they, they have a golf course down there, and each hole is a replica of a famous hole on the PGA Tour. Okay, yep. Uh, my buddy was a big golfer. I didn't even golf, because I was like, I'm going to embarrass myself thoroughly. I'm going to sleep in late and drink. You guys can go golf. So, like, all of our friends, like Ben and Matt and Robert even, I think, went... But that night, uh, I got us a bus. Or no, this one, I didn't get the bus. We went to the same place again six years later for a different batch of party in which the groom got beat up. <laughs> so there's another. <laughs> I could tell that story after I tell this one. <laughs> you see where this is going he already? Got his orbital bow. <laughs> hey, he invited the guy, too, from his where he was living. I, I remember this story. Oh, man. Anyway, anyway, anyway. We were at this resort. And we drove to a bunch of dive bars looking for a strip club. Because back then, it was before you had Google on your phone. It was, most of us had the Razor flip phones back then. It was the early, not early 2000s, but probably like 2000. 
No, this was mine, like, I had mine late nineties. Yeah, but nobody had an iPhone yet. Oh no. So we had like the Nokia's and the Motorola razors. Motorola like razors. And mine was like the M3 or whatever. So you couldn't look up shit on the internet on your phone back then. It was like 2005 or four or three. Right. Anywho. <laughs> so we went to dive bars being like, where's there a good strip club around here? And the guy's like, oh, just a mile down the road. Hey, this guy's going there too. Oh, by the way, they had uh, this was when they changed the formula to extra sharp. Yeah. Like as kids, when we were drinking it out of our baby bottles, uh, we were used to that taste, and then Mohawk went and changed their fucking uh, formula for the... They put a new label on it, and they said they changed the formula. But at this one dive bar, on a shelf by itself, they had an old bottle of Extra Sharp Ginger Brandy, and we all looked at each other, and we looked at that, and we looked at each other, and we looked at that, we're like, hey, bartender, is that for sale? And he goes, this shit? They treated it like Malort over there. We're like, we're buying the rest of that bottle. There's like eight of us. We drank that whole fucking bottle extra sharp before we went to the strip club, which was like another mile down the road. And uh, it was called Boners Again. (laughs) That was the name of this strip club. The reason it was called Boners Again is because the original strip club name was called Boners, and it burnt down. And by God, they rebuilt it to Boners Again. (laughs) It was a little roadhouse. It was, it, it was on the side of like at a crossroads, out in the middle of nowhere. There was an Indian bar on one corner, and then a hundred yards away, there's like a little wooded plot, and then this roadhouse. That I mean, when we pulled in, it was all bikers, and it was it was seedy. It was sketchy as fuck. And I got so drunk in there that I walked over to the Indian bar where I had some squab. Uh, hitting on me all night <laughs> and I, I was used to it because i worked for the tribe but i'm like oh you got a little bit different dialect down here <laughs> she, i think she worked for the ho-chunks or the potawatomies i don't remember but uh then i walked back over and <laughs> this one girl was all over robert and uh well i had a girl all over me too because i was wearing a pinky ring for some reason back then it was cobalt blue Okay. It looked cool. And I was, uh, that's when I wore a big chain too back in the day. Yep. So I had one girl sitting on my lap the whole night and we were just getting piss plowed. And <laughs> I remember that the, the lap dance areas were just couches in the corners with like a, you know, a veil that a hooker would put over a lampshade. That's how thin. The veil was that they'd pull across this little love seat while they grinded on your cock in front of everyone. So, needless to say, I did not get a lap dance because I'm a grower, not a shower. And, but Robert and several other gentlemen partook. And one girl had to get Robert's number. Had to. And we were very drunk, so we couldn't remember who was who or what they all looked like. Oh, side note, two of the guys who, uh, our buddy who lived in Madison, who's the groom, he invited two of his friends. They came up and had a cabin near this place that we never knew about. They took two strippers home for private dances. (laughs) And I was very upset that I was not invited. (laughs) 
Especially and I thought you guys were my well, friends. Yeah. Well, I wasn't. The groom was his right. friend. Yeah. But I'm like, you sons of bitches, I put this shit together. Are you just going to leave me out of this? But anyway, so like a week later, uh, Robert gets a text with a photo attached, which was unheard of back then. And it was her big tits sitting in a bathtub just of herself, a selfie. Nobody took selfies back then. No. This girl was uh, this girl was ahead of her time. <laughs> she was taking selfies before selfies were a thing. Big old titties. I still have it in my email somewhere because Robert emailed it to me because he my phone couldn't accept pictures because it was one of those Nokia candy bar right. phones. Yep. So he emailed it to me. And I'm like, God damn, those are nice tits. But then I looked at her face and she looked like Wait, did she take the picture with her face? Yeah. As you can tell. This was before selfies were invented because back then when you started this, you put your face in it. Well, you couldn't zoom in. Well, no. So it was just, you know, it was just a picture, whatever it was. She looks like the devil because she's got red eyes. No, no, well, yeah, everybody had red eyes in their pictures. But anyway, her tits were popping up over the bubble bath. and uh, But her face looked like the Grinch who stole Christmas. I still have it. (laughs) When I mentioned that to him... Robert couldn't unsee it, so forever he was <laughs> emotionally scarred that the only stripper that hit on him was the Grinch with big tits. <laughs> <laughs> I got to find that now, and I'm going to frame it, and I'm yeah, going to give it to him for Christmas one that day. That would be awesome. Holy shit, that's going to be great. Mary- so boners again. Mary- Down between uh, Wisconsin Rapids and Castle Rock Lake. Go check it out. Boners again. Is it still there? Oh, it's got a Z, by the way, in Boners. B-O-N-E-R-Z. Boner with a Z. Yep, Boners again. Unless it burnt down again, and maybe now it's called Boners Boners Trace. Trace. (laughs) (laughs) We both said Boners Trace. Trace Boners. (laughs) Three Boners. (laughs) Boners yet again. Oh, oh, cops are going by. That was a... Yeah, that was... That sounds fast. Uh, yeah, that, I heard the engine revving out at 7 RPMs there. Somebody had double vision. Yep, yep. Somebody in Cecil's yep. getting her... Yep. Maybe somebody went through the ice, because I seen fucking people out there yesterday ice fishing still. Yeah. And 50 degree weather. Idiots. Yeah. That's and just, that's no, always like... some guy with a like a little truck, like a S10 type truck, was out there, like a Dodge Dakota. Go. I, that's where I hope that you know what you deserve to go in. Yeah, you're you're testing the limits, bud. It's been forty degrees for the past two yeah. weeks. Ice is melting. The the landings are all shit. It's fine if you're walking out and you're just pan fishing for the day because right. that's all you can do. You can't use tip ups for game fish because the season's over for northerns and pikes and bass and yep. everything else. The only thing you can catch is bluegills and perch. But back to strip clubs. That was Robert's story. Why don't you go ahead with yours? Okay, so I got two stories. Uh, I will get them all fast then. Okay, Uh, go ahead. So first one was back in 2005, 2006, one or the other. Anyway, uh, I'm not going to say, you know, I'm going to protect his name. He's married. I don't want his wife hearing this and then getting all mad. We'll call him Horatio. Okay, so me and Horatio and a bunch of us, we went to Corpus Christi, Texas for Nationals for Bowling. Had a great time. Uh, on the side note there, uh, we actually had a really great time. One of the ages, we actually went to a dog racing track and sat there all day, had a blast. Really? Yep. Had huh. a blast. Do they have any horse races or dog races in Reno? 
Uh, we're gonna find might, out. Yeah, we're gonna. I, I, I don't know, but I know that in uh, Corpus Christi they still do. Oh, we'll take the thing along and we'll have a podcast yeah. called "A Day at the Races." Yeah. Oh, ho, 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 ho. So anyway, uh, so one of the nights we were uh, the hotel that we were staying at. We we're asking the. Uh, I want to say it was somebody that was working there or somebody that was from the town. Concierge. Concierge. Uh, we were asking him about strip clubs. And he's like, well, what kind of place are you looking for? Dirtier the better, bud. He's like, there's these two places. He's like, one's a gentleman's club. He's like, you have to dress really nice. No hats, you know, whatever. You got to wear a button-up shirt. He's like, or there's another one across the street where you go and you you can go as you as you are. We're like, that's the place we want to go. Yep. The name of the place was called the Cheetah Club. It still might be there, still might not. That's a famous name for a lot of strip clubs across mm-hmm. the country is the Cheetah Club because there's one in Wisconsin. I'll get to it later. Yeah, so we went to this. Uh, we went to this place called the Cheetah Club. Uh, had a uh, stone gravel parking lot. Perfect. Um, I like it already. It was a small building. It probably was like the size of Double Vision. Awesome. Um, behind it, it, very intimate. Yes. Behind it was a trailer park. Oh well, you need some place for the strippers to live. Exactly. That's what I was going for too as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we walk in. Uh, it was not busy. This was like around seven, eight o'clock at night. Not busy. Perfect. Yep. Uh, then no, no better place to get bar, a bar stool. I'll tell you this right now. Your bar here in the basement mm-hmm. was uh, double the size of theirs. You mean my studio? Yeah. Your stu- <laughs> <laughs> yes, your studio. Uh, so we we get there. Um, strippers were happy to see us because we were the only ones in there. There's like five of us guys. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we're sitting there, we're having fun, we're just sitting down. You're getting the blue light special. Oh, you, you, oh you know it. Well, it, it was so, we were getting free drinks given to us because they were so I happy. am jealous of this story already. They were happy that there was actually people that showed up. <sighs> okay. Uh, so, time goes by. Full nude or no full nude? Full nude. Ooh, like now, it. Oh, it gets better now. Okay. Um, the stage that they had, it was just a little um, prop stage. Uh, it did have a pole. How but high? It, uh, the pole, how high did it go? No, 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 no. Like when you're sitting down at the stage, how uh, high is the oh, stage? Oh, probably about only two feet up in the air. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Uh, had mirrors, like, it had mirror behind it. Oh, mirror, it came. It's par for the course. Uh, it did not have any special lighting effects. Wait, was this little building an actual trailer? Like, no, in this trailer is actually park a building. <laughs> no, it, it actually looked kind of like a double wide almost. No. Um, uh, the DJ okay. was still running off of Windows Hold 98. On. There this was is, a DJ. Yes, and it, uh, was running off of CDs where... Guy uh, or gal? Guy. Okay. Uh, it did skip the songs. Oh, so it's using actual <laughs> CDs. <laughs> yeah. And they did a little uh, well, too I, much moves and... I, I thought to and myself... And Juvenile would skip. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, girl, you look good. Won't you back, back that Ladies and gentlemen, Titania here with Alana Smorissette. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? So then anyway... Cheryl Crow. Uh, like I said, uh, so at one point, then all the strippers, they're like, nobody's dancing. The music's playing, nobody's dancing. Mm-hmm. The strippers all come by us. There's like three or four of them. Mm-hmm. They come over by us. They're like, hey, sugar, you know, whatever. I'm like looking at these girls. I'm like, Ugh. you know. Come on. You got to be respectful. We're we're, we're supper that. club gentlemen now. Okay. I understand that. But I, I couldn't. Uh, it just, I couldn't get away from the fact that even if she had... Close like, your eyes. No matter what, you're still going to have to Hey, I tell you what. You you tell that DJ and that bartender to shut the lights off, and you just feel your way to a good time. <laughs> so then anyway. <laughs> By the uh, way, how was the lighting in there? Was it too bright? or uh, It was. 
the darker the better. That way they look better. It seemed like there was like a dark a tint, but like I said, they didn't have no like special effect lighting for like the strippers. Oh, that's it fine. almost seemed like there should have been like a guy with a flashlight just flying it back or and forth, being like against a disco ball. Yeah, mirror for, like, ball. Yeah, and just have Sandstorm Darude play nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> we played that last night. Yeah, we did. Uh, so then, anyway. Uh, we're like, like I said, we're sitting there. Yeah. They kept giving us drinks. And then eventually, what happens is my buddy goes, uh, goes, or one of the girls, the, the hottest one out of the four. Mm-hmm. She had a nice rack, nice whatever. Uh, she goes up How to him. How dare you? She goes up to him <laughs> and she goes, Hey, she's like, Want to go have a lap dance? He's like, Yeah, why not? Of course I do. He ends up walking five feet from our table. Mm hmm. To the lap right dance there. area. Yeah, to the lap dance area, which is which not is blocked off. Which is just a off. chair. <laughs> All it was was just a couch. Like you said, the other one that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. It was a couch area. He's looking at us, and he's grinning because he was the only one that was wearing shorts at the strip club. Bold Bam. move, Cotton. Bam. There we are now, watching him get a fucking <laughs> handy from the stripper. <laughs> and he's just sitting there going, eh? 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 Thumbs up. <clears throat> anyway. Now, to finish off this place. Just like he got finished off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so we end up leaving, and he's all like. He's the only one who got a hand job. You should have got a hand job. No, I didn't want one. You, I, hey, I know, I know. Their hands were yes, probably soft. You yes, should have had some Dove moisturizer in your pocket. I'm an, well, I'm an asshole. Well, next time. Okay, yeah, next time. <laughs> I'm going to go back to the Cheetah Club. I guarantee it's still there. Anyway, the next day we had a fly out. Okay, and I heard one of the most hilarious things because one of the guys that was bowling with us, he was an older gentleman, probably mm-hmm. like in his middle 70s. Oh, really? Did he and go with you to the strip club? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. He was out all night with us. Really? Uh, his, uh, my buddy's dad, me, um, and then my buddy, and then an, oh, another older guy, and then uh, two other guys. Perfect. Uh, so then Sausage anyway, part. yeah. We're going to have to uh, cut uh, that out. Yeah. So he ends up. Hey, now you know where to cut it. <laughs> uh, so then Chicken anyway. sandwich. So then he ends up, uh, the next morning, he ends up going taking a shower. And then the old guy then says, ah, why'd you do that? He's like, I wanted to smell a stripper on the flight home. <laughs> this old guy. Hilarious. Okay. Well, so this place called the Cheetah Club, which was uh, in Corpus Christi, Texas. Now, which leads me to the other one, which I'm not going to mention my other buddy. It was his birthday. We were there for the uh, Packers, uh, Minnesota Vikings, um, uh, the Sunday night football game. Yeah. Anyway, that that day, that Sunday, it was his birthday party. It was his birthday, whatever. Yep. Um, our seats that we ended up having for it was at the Metrodome. This was our last season that they had at the Metrodome. Uh, we had them way up, like way up on the Metrodome. Mm-hmm. While we were sitting there, we it was like I said, it was a seven o'clock game. We started drinking at eleven o'clock that morning. Like you do. Yep, like you do. <laughs> Completely hammered. And there are many people that will contest to this because we all know that every one of them that went. We end up after the game or at, during the game, we're sitting there and there we were like all sprawled out because there were so many seats that were empty not seats. Being, yeah, there were yeah. so many empty seats. Because it's a Vikings game. <laughs> <laughs> That's the game where Cordell Patterson ran off on the, uh, the opening kickoff and that place was so freaking loud because yeah, yeah, we were walking in. But after that, Vikings were done. Well, that's, you know, that's why they're purple. They choke. (laughs) Waka waka. So then anyway, now what happens is, is as we're sitting up there, my buddy, who who is his birthday, 
This is back when the uh, part of the, Hey, Rogers! <laughs> he kept doing it all night long to where he didn't have any voice. Well, anyway, there was these two girls that were sitting over by us. And they were by themselves, and they were all painted up. Purple? The, nope. Green Bay Packers. Oh, you're already in there. Oh, it's better. I know. Mm-hmm. So, anyway... But that I'm, like, I'm just saying that's yeah. the catalyst for the rest yeah. of the story. So they end up they, they like are sitting there talking to us. We're talking about how it's our buddy's birthday, you know, whatever. We always do a Packer away game. It just turns out this was the one that was going to work out. Mm. And uh, one of the girls goes, "Oh, it's your birthday," and we're like, "Yeah, it's his birthday." And she goes, "All right, we're going to have a limo come pick you up." We're like, "What?" She's like, "Where are you guys going after this?" And we told her the bar that we were going to because it was right by the stadium. All of a sudden. Wouldn't you know, the two girls end up walking into the bar looking for us. They find us, and they're like, okay, which one of you guys want to go into the limo? We're like, uh, so there was like, I don't know, six of us decided to go into the limo with these two girls that we just met at the game. And you all lost your kidneys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. All of a sudden, bam, next thing you know, the limo stops. We get out. VIP treatment at a strip club. Yeah. We go through a red carpet. There's actually people sitting outside. There's a guy literally with an earpiece, and he's got a list. And, uh, oh, wait a minute. One of the girls is a stripper that were, that's taking us to this? Wait, did she strip here? Oh, she does, and she's a packer? Wait, oh, my God, okay. So she was one of those traveling across the country famous strippers. Yep. And she just happens to be a good old Green Bay Packers fan. And her and her friend decided to go and dance. But she wasn't dancing that night, I bet. No, she was not. Yeah, she was there having fun. So, anyway. Boy, I fucking the bodyguard, hate you. The bodyguard goes, opens up the red velvet rope. We all walk in. We're all having a good time. Now, this strip club has two floors. Yep. Okay. So, what ends up happening is, is we're all sitting there having a great time. Well, a few of my buddies that were with us, they started getting a little tired because it's like 1 o'clock in the morning. Well, it was my buddy's birthday. He's still whatever. We can't leave him. So me and him decide that we're going to stay. Yep. What ends up happening is is he thought that this strip club was kind of like any other Wisconsin yeah, little strip club. Yeah, nope. So he ends up <laughs> laying onto the uh, stage, puts a dollar in his mouth. Yep. Alston security grabs him. Yep. <laughs> He goes and tells security, hey, it's my birthday. They go and they walk away with him like, oh, shit. And I'm like, okay, well, now we got to wait for him because we have to figure out what's going to happen. He comes back out with a smile on his face because he just got a free lap dance. He got a free drink and a free T-shirt. So because the security realized that maybe it was his birthday, he acted out a little irrational, whatever. They didn't want to kick him out, and especially it being his birthday because we were spending money. And these girls. And the girls you were with who, you Exactly. Know, be like, well, we're not working here, you know. So, yeah, it's a little scratch my back, you scratch yours. One of the girls ended up, I was sitting there, I was talking to, uh, me and her, we got a lap dance. We got a, a joint lap dance with a stripper that I don't was, like you at all. I wish that I could. I think. What she am I talking has, about? I got better stories. Yeah. Than <laughs> I wish I had got her number. I think she probably did, but I was so hammered then anyway. So now to finish it all off, finally, me and my buddy, it's like two o'clock in the morning. We're like, you know what? We got to get back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what? This is before Uber and all that. We walk outside, and there's a guy sitting there with a Lincoln Town car, and he goes, where do you guys need to go? Well, at the time, we were staying at the 601 Hotel, which is actually right by the Target Center. Yeah, I stayed there before. Yep, it's really nice. Very rich I went place. there for Atmosphere 25th Anniversary, best concert. I will tell you this right now. Two white Russians cost you $65 yeah. in that bar. <laughs> yeah, that is a swanky-ass fucking hotel bar. Uh, so then anyway, 
A as, beer cost me 12 bucks. As we are walking then out of the Lincoln Town Car, damn near stumbling, our friend, she's outside having a cigarette, and she, this is at 2.30 in the morning. Stripper she's, friend or a friend who came for bowling? No, this is our, our friend that, the the woman that helps set this all oh, up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. My buddy's wife. We know her. Yeah. Yep. She's outside having a cigarette about 2.30 in the morning. She goes, then all of a sudden, she goes, wouldn't you know, the one thing I would never see, hollow and Cookie, Our buddy. Cookie, I'll okay. say, whatever. Following cookie. cookie, stumbling out of a Lincoln Town car, <laughs> and Cookie's got a stripper, strip club t-shirt, and all this, <laughs> and they're both laughing as they're walking out of this. She's like, last thing I would ever see in my life. And uh, that was our uh, quite an experience. That's a good story. Yeah. Which I know will never happen, and I've got the... Um, I'll have to go through my phone, but I do actually have the pictures of the strippers that, uh, or the one, ex- uh, when we were in the limo. You almost knocked over your tall boy. Yeah, I saw that. Don't worry, I'll, yeah, you can save him for later, because I had never seen that. I would never heard that story. Mm-hmm. You son of a bitch. Is it done with? It is done, though, yes. Okay. I'm going to pick my top two stories, then. Okay. Maybe I'll sprinkle in one here or there. Oh, well, going back to a cheetah club, I went to an ice fishing derby with my buddy Ben out in uh, Spooner, Wisconsin, and there was a strip club called the Cheetah, and what they did was they blocked off the front bar Okay. And because of the city ordinances or whatever. You couldn't have a strip club that served hard alcohol, so they had a hard alcohol bar in the front. And then you could either BYOB into the strip club part, you could go through that door, or they serve beer back there. Okay. So we brought a 12-pack with us, and we went through that like crazy. But they had a pole. It was a two-story place, but no second story to sit. So it was just two stories high, and the pole was two stories high. <laughs> and this little... Oh, my goodness. This little... Spider monkey climbed up to the very tippy top and did a free fall until the last two feet before the stage and gripped it with her thighs. And you heard it go quick. Are you shitting me? Yeah. And we're just like, oh, shit. (laughs) And she gave my buddy one of the best lap dances of his life. I don't know how many he's ever had. (laughs) But, uh, But that was weird, too, because... The stage was in front of you with that giant pole. Yeah. It was just the one stage. And then there was two levels to sit in at tables. And then just to the right of the stage, there was a bunch of cushy chairs, like big uh, theater chairs. Okay, yeah. Where you'd sink down, and if you put your arms on the armrest, they'd be above your shoulders type. And that was the lap dance. Everybody just watched you have a lap dance. Everybody in the whole club, you know? So, like, I'm not getting one here. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but my buddy, I'll, I'll say his name is uh, uh, Kenny. Uh, yeah, he got one from that girl, and, man, she was hot as a pistol. And he just came back with a big old smile, and he was just, you know. <laughs> here, here's his name. I'll mouth it to you. Oh, I thought, the, I thought he was no, behind no, no. me. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. So, <laughs> fucking smile ear to ear. But, so, that was a good day, though. Ice fishing derby all day, a little strip club at night. But I was topless only. 
because of the city ordinance. Which I know you do not like. I w- nah, like give me, full, like give the, me full, the full, full Monty movie. boy. Give me that dirty shit. <laughs> give me the full Monty boy. Eh? Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't come here to see headlights. <laughs> I don't care about your, I don't care about your paint job. Oh, I want to look under the hood. <laughs> I want to give you an ice cream paint job. Uh, okay, so all my stories that I'm infamous for are from the Eagle River notorious frontier tavern oh yes the frontier. where uh it was carrie wild's frontier tavern it has since been shut down there's been some you can go search for yourself on the internet why that is but uh they all uh katie who's a friend to me to this day uh she was a bartender there since i was in my 20s when i started going there with friends we'd always go up to lake Vitas there ice fishing and then We'd go into town and raise hell in Eagle River. Raise a little hell, raise yep. a little hell. And then we'd go to the strip club at the end of the night. Well, Katie befriended me early. And I was friends with her. I'm still friends with her, but it's just I don't see her that often because I don't go to Eagle River. There's a new strip club in Eagle River that I've been to once. It's nice. It's called Bucktails. Um, I definitely want to go again. But different owners, I don't really know them. But a couple of the bartenders I know from, they used to bartend at the Frontier. Frontier will always be a special place in my heart because I used to go out there and get hammered. And because I was friends with everybody from the owner to the bouncers to the bartenders, I would sleep upstairs sometimes with the strippers in the bunks because the, you know, the hotel was five miles away. And if I was plastered in, I mean, this strip club's out in the middle of the woods in the middle of nowhere, literally. Yeah. Um, all country roads and i'd usually be going in the winter so the ice uh, the roads were ice covered i was for sure gonna go in the ditch drunk if i would have tried going back to the hotel so katie didn't carry yeah carrie carrie wild was her stage name she was the owner she's like you can go upstairs we trust you plus i was useless anyway whiskey dick um <laughs> like i was gonna Thank rape anything that well, like i was gonna rape anything i drink seven and sevens till they ran out of fucking seven. And then me and Katie would be doing shots of uh, uh, southern snake bites on top of that. Holy buckets of Are you trying fuck. to kill yourself or what? Alcohol Dude, poisoning? Well, she bought me a goblet, like a pimp chalice. Yeah, I remember the pimp it's, chalice. Yeah, that was famous there for a long time. One, they had it on the... One of our buddies broke it. <clears throat> yeah, because I gave them permission to use it one dirt, during deer hunting season one year. But uh, if anybody went to the frontier and they told them that they were friends with Big Daddy, they got they got they, special treatment. They did. Um, and I don't know why. It's not like I went there a lot. I, I'd go there two, three times a year. I think it was just your personality and uh, how you got along with everybody and everybody just loved uh, just having the company of you. It's weird that I never felt that because I have no self-esteem whatsoever. I was just thought I was lucky <laughs> back then. But I'm starting to realize that now older as I've shut people out of my life, and I'm like, I'm not the most, I mean, I could be abrasive sometimes, so if people still want to hang out with me, it must be because they like me and not just because they don't have any other options. <laughs> and that's when he always looks at himself in the mirror saying, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like him. the man in the mirror. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so anyway, Frontier, they loved me, and they, so, but people would hear the stories about me, and I'd get them secondhand, and they'd be like, I heard you were sleeping with the strippers. And that sounds very glamorous. But 
when you're hammered and you go up a flight of stairs and there's four bunk beds in a room with three other girls and you're trying to sleep and you just wake up in the middle of the night to four other f- snoring heifers it's not that glamorous <laughs> and there's there's <laughs> because they all bring in like two suitcases worth of stuff right. and all their outfits they're just strewn over the floor and shoes everywhere it looks like a tornado goes through there. It kind of looked like, uh, would it be um, one of those... Think rock- of a teenager's room. Rockford, Rockford Files. No. <laughs> it, was a, it, was a, uh, it was a big bedroom, but it had four... Four bunk beds? Bunk beds in it. And... It sleeps eight. <laughs> no, it slept four, so two bunk beds on either oh, side. Oh, two bunk beds, okay. Uh they weren't very big, so the one girl tried cuddling with me, and it just wasn't work, so she cuddled with one of the other strippers. Because there were four girls in that one room. I'm in love with the stripper. The the small girls were on top bunks, uh, for good reason. <laughs> but they were all, like, single bed, not even double bed, so I barely fit in one right. mattress myself. But I, you know, they're watching movies because their sleep schedule's fucked up because they work nights. They don't wake up till 10 in the morning. But I'm trying to go to sleep. I finally do, but then everything's dark in the room when I woke up. I had to take a piss, and it's just all snoring, <laughs> snoring heifers. I'm like, man, wait till the guys hear about this. <laughs> but people would hear me, you know, stories of me right. staying overnight. And then, well, one night when there's a, upstairs, there was a second apartment area, and I was up there, and like the top build stripper was in there too. Um, in the apartment side, I slept on the couch. She slept on the bed. I passed out on the couch. But in the morning, I had to go take a piss, and I didn't even look to see that if she was still in the bed or not. And I opened the door to the bathroom, started taking a piss, and she was taking a shower. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I really had to go. She's like, don't worry, here, wash my back. <laughs> I'm like, perfect. While you were pissing? Not, uh. not at the same time. <laughs> I finished up, I washed my hands. So and... I gave her a golden shower. Yeah. Then I hopped in next to her. So in my fantasy. And then we went out for Bloody Marys afterwards at the Thirsty so I, Bear. So I found this then. I found it on my Facebook. Okay. This was the picture of the Lomo ride. There's the two girls all painted up. Look at that young fuck. And you can see the guys that are Yep. That looks like fun. That's the limo that the two strippers see. Like I said, I I got proved. Like these yep. are stories that are true. These aren't just like made up ones. I mean, I could have even said the one about my buddy dating a stripper, but I. Well, we know about a buddy who married a stripper. So. Yes, yes, we know a buddy. Yeah, a buddy of ours who married a stripper, but from the old Peshtigo area. Anyway, North Point. But anyway, so frontiers where all my stories come from. Uh, well, most of them. And uh, boners again was a great. <laughs> boners again. <laughs> Uh, and Al Capone's, and uh, another one in Wisconsin Rapids. Well, uh, wasn't there one in uh, the Dells that you went to a lot, too? Um, no, Wisconsin Rapids. Yeah, but there uh, was one... I never went to any on the Dells. No. Wisconsin Dolls, I know, is a strip club there, and then the uh, the Ho-Chunk one, uh, the... What the hell is it called? Chubby's. And then there's Chubby's North. Club Cheetah is still there. I'll be damned. Sorry, it was called Club Cheetah, not Cheetah Club, but... there's The word Cheetah's in so many... There's one in Wisconsin, two up by Spooner. So anyway, one night, I think it was my birthday. I'd always go up there on my birthday to the frontier. And uh, Jesus Christ. You figured that's where the 
There was a lot of that. Them. Looks like well, they all look the same. Yeah, but that's comparable to the girl that gave our buddy the lap dance at the Cheetah Club by Spooner. Spider Monkey. <clears throat> anyway, back to the frontier. Yeah, hot chicks with boobs. Yeah, that's I get now. Um. Okay, so yeah. So it was my birthday one year. I forget which year, but went up there. They bought me a cake. That's how much they loved me up there. Like I walked in and. Katie and a couple of the girls who were dancing went out, went in the back and then brought out a full sheet cake that said, Happy Birthday, Big Daddy. So everybody ate cake on me that night. Not literally. Um, <laughs> that wasn't part of my birthday present. <laughs> I laid the cake over me as they all... Like yeah. I was a, a human sushi bar. Yeah. Like they have at some of those uh, swinger parties. Yeah. But uh, at the end of the night... There's this Mexican gal I know. I think her stage name was Scarlet, uh, which is weird because there was two different Scarlets that danced there, but this was the Mexican gal. And then another gal who I'm still friends with on Facebook. She bartends now. Uh, I'll just say her name was Lushy. Uh, but anyway. Lushy? Short for Luscious. Oh, I thought maybe because she was a Lush. Well, Possibly. I don't think she drinks anymore, but back then we I, I was buying drinks for everybody. But anyway, this Mexican gal just, like, hops on. Back then we were playing dice, too, at the bar, which they outlawed after me. Because <laughs> she didn't like the bartender losing. And the strippers don't like losing money either. <clears throat> but anyway, this Mexican gal, like, jumps on my lap and starts making out with me as I was talking to Lushy. And uh, she must have got pissed that that happened. So she started making out with the Mexican girl while I'm sitting at the bar in front of me. So, like, literally this far in front of me, making out. And then she started making out with me. And then all three of us started making out at the same time. At the bar. Then they took me back to the lap dance area where it was more of the same and a little bit extra. (laughs) So that was my favorite all-time uh, story from the <laughs> frontier. There was another time where an HJ came into play, but uh, yeah, but was it ZJ? If you need to ask, bud, you can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but man, there's been so many stories up there, but that's my favorite. Uh, I'm trying to think of another one that's kind of outrageous. Oh, I got one. So me and my buddy Ben. This was one of the ice fishing trips back in the day. We go in there. It was just me and him because everybody else was a pussy and didn't want to go to the strip club. Okay, yep. Um, we get in there, and we sit down at a table after we get a, grab a beer because the bar was full. Uh, and this, like, five-foot-nothing black chick, just as we sit down, she leans over looking for a tip, and we're like, we just got here. We'll, we'll be here all night. Don't worry. We'll tip you later. But then she leans in, like, to the middle of the table. I'm sitting on one side of the little table and Ben's on the other. She leans in and whispers in his ear where I can clearly hear her. <laughs> she goes, I'd do anything for $200. <laughs> ben immediately shoots from the hip and goes, bitch, paint my house. <laughs> <laughs> and she gave him the stink eye and walked away. 
And did she come back to you? No, guys later she, on? she didn't even come by me. I would have, I would have been like, hey, that, I got two hundred. <laughs> Look at you! Always, God damn it! <clears throat> but anyway, we proceed to get drunker, and like I said, I knew Katie, the, and back then the bouncer, uh, his name was Brian too, but he was a real cool dude. He passed away in a motorcycle accident a few years ago, but I was friends with everybody there, so we were always having a good time. But there was this other black chick. Uh, I mean, she was my buddy called her an Amazonian or an Amazonian because she was like six foot. Look like Venus Williams, you know. Really, she, she was toned, like and she had brick, big, like a built like a brick shit house. Uh, yeah, she was toned, we'll say, but she had a nice ass, but big fake, like way too big fake tits. Oh, uh, but you know, all the snowmobilers started coming in because it's right on the snowmobile trail, and me and my buddy were sitting at the, you know, you you sort of migrate from sitting at a table where there's room to sitting up at the bar to sitting at the stage. Right, correct. So at, at this point, we're sitting at the stage, and again, the stage is only two feet high, so it's like knee height. You set your drink down, and when you tip, a girl come over, and maybe she'll jump on top of you and ride you for a little bit or shove her snatch in your face or show you some love. Anyway, she uh, she comes over by me. I'm in the corner of this horseshoe stage. And she looks at me and she looks down behind the stage and she grabbed a candle that was lit. And she handed it to me and got on all fours with her ass facing me and she goes, pull that wax all over my ass. <laughs> are you, what? <laughs> and I was like, are you serious? And she just slaps her ass and she goes, fuck yeah. So I start to pour wax all over her. <laughs> And I dropped. Wait, was this I, a, was I, this a Yankee candle? Some, <laughs> some dripped right into her butthole. I'm just like, really? But okay, the thing about candle wax is, and with you know the temperature was pretty low because it's winter and the door right. keeps opening from outside. As soon as that wax hit her ass, it solidified and right. started. But still, I mean, but still, it was a hot. It's a hot then, wax, even that's even melting on your yeah, skin. Yeah. Because I dropped some on my hand. I'm like, God damn it. I mean, it didn't like burn me, but it was just hot enough for me to go, God damn it. But I poured it all over her ass cheeks, and it's just white wax, so it looks like you just sprayed it all over. Oh, making it look like it's <clears throat> jizz. Damn. So that's why I got some right in her butt. Anyway, so everybody <laughs> like everybody is like, woo! Yeah, they're clapping. They're like, that's fucking crazy shit. And so... By doing that, she got a whole bunch more tips by all the other guys on the bar because she's that crazy bitch, right? And she probably got a bunch of lap dances after that. Now it gets towards the end of the night, bar closed, me and Ben are still there. <laughs> but everybody else that had snowmobiles are getting on them and getting out of there. She was like one of the last dancers again at the end of the night and must have not done a really good job of cleaning up that wax off stage. And she slipped and fell off the stage onto the floor and... <laughs> All we heard, because it was pitch black besides the stage, so she fell off. You couldn't see her. And all you heard was, my leg! Somebody call an ambulance! What? <laughs> and me and Groff were like one of three guys sitting at the thing, and we're just laughing. <laughs> my leg! My leg! Somebody call an ambulance! <laughs> and she was overacting. She was fine. She right. Was, 
because later <laughs> we were still sitting at the stage and oh. some other girl was dancing. And then uh, she came by me and she's like, put her arms around me and like whispered in my ears. She was like, where are you going tonight? Can I come with? I was like, well, I only got 40 bucks left. You want a pounder flounder? <laughs> she's like, what? I don't think so. And I was like, well, nice knowing you. Actually, we gave her a ride back to... You gave her a ride back. I forgot there was a third guy involved who drove us. And she sat on top of me. I was sitting in the passenger seat. Uh, no, she didn't. She was going to. But the truck was full. And I'm like, you can sit on my lap. And then she's like, I don't think so. She had like white fur coat. Like imagine the most extravagant stereotypical thing she would be wearing. A stripper. Right. That's what she was wearing. She ended up going with some other guys who didn't have a full truck. I was like, God damn it, guy who's driving. Why don't you have a crew cab? <laughs> that is true. Back in 2005, I don't know if they even had them. They did. Well, he didn't have one. And that was a good night. I'm trying to think if I can top that story. There's been many other stories, but I don't know if any of them can top that, so... No, I don't think that that's uh that's that's right up there. That was a good one. I mean, can of wax in the ass, <laughs> falling down oh, on wax. One, one time I was there, yeah. uh so they if you got a marker you put yeah, your name you put or your name shit on, on there. The, yep, in at the, the frontier. I've seen your name at the frontier. <clears throat> yeah. Katie and a couple of the girls got on a stepladder and wrote my name in giant fat black magic marker, big daddy rocks on the ceiling. Like, you can't miss it. It's like a sheet of plywood right. big. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, thanks. I'm forever known. No, I was in the strip club bathroom. You can see my name. You know what? You might know have been really cool is if they, uh, right before they ended up getting shut down by the ATF and uh, the DEA. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Um, it would have been cool if they would have uh, been able to cut that part out of the ceiling in the in the in the bathroom <laughs> give it to where me you, to hang where on your wall. name is uh <laughs> on the wall i remember when i went there we went there for a bachelor party we went up there for the weekend and um if you're there look up <laughs> yeah i remember that's what you were telling us hey if you guys are there remember look up in the ceiling then all of a sudden i come out of the bathroom and i go i just saw his name <laughs> And then so then all the rest of us or the rest of them then they all went in it because you knew everybody then else yeah. <laughs> I remember one time I had a piss and the bouncer again Brian, at the time, he put his like he had a stool next to the, uh, to the door when he came in to take a cover charge. I had a VIP card so I never paid a cover in my life there. As Booger says, very <clears throat> VIP stands for very immense penis. Yes. And it was in the Revenge of the Nerds. Okay, continue on. <clears throat> so he was he moved his stool from the door five feet over to in front of the men's bathroom, and I started walking to the men's bathroom. I sort of looked at him, and he just put up his hand like a stop sign, and then him, he didn't say a word. He just put up his hand as a stop sign, and then went like this, like <laughs> made a jerk off like, motion. Yeah, he's like, nah, somebody's in there. Like some girl was jerking a guy off. <laughs> he didn't say a word. He just put up his hand like this. And I'm like, all right, I'll go outside. So I went outside and pissed. 
Uh, I'm sure, yeah, you do miss that place. I do, because it was, like, I could literally... It was more than just a strip club. It was like a family. With them? Like, knowing them all intimately and knowing, like... But you weren't how looking they at, hung out together. I was part of the frontier but family. You yeah, they but said you I weren't. Was. You weren't looking at them like they were. Strippers. No, I was going up there to like hang friends, out, like yeah. friends. I mean, you would go up there for your birthday. I mean, they would even uh, you and Ronnie and all you guys like for even his birthday. I think they, it was that they, they would, shut it down on a Sunday. Sunday. Just they shut for it us. down on a Sunday and just have you guys there, yeah. and then you guys would just party. I mean, I I've seen the photos of Ronnie. Oh up yeah, on the stage. he took one of the girls' dresses and he got up there. It was like a turquoise sequenced. And he was up there, and oh he was my God. dancing on the stage. Like a hula girl. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, my friend Tori, she was like, I'll get you a dress, because she was about his height. Right. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> See, but, the like, like I said, that that was, that was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they said I was part of the Frontier family. But those days are over, unfortunately, unless... I don't know, maybe uh, the gal's daughter, if she wants to take it over, but... I don't think that that... Is that place even... Is that building even still up yet? It's up, but I, I remember before she... Before it closed down, there was some foundation issues, but it got fixed, like in the basement, because it took some digging underneath the foundation to redo the walls. Uh, like, when you have caved-in walls right. from... Because the... You know, it's all dirt roads around there and dirt um, parking lots. So, in the springtime, all the flood water is just seep in and cave in the walls. So they had to do some reconstruction for the foundation. Uh, but then, right after that, was when some drug charges started popping up. Yeah, the DEA. Good old. But I mean, that shouldn't have to do anything with. Like the mortgage, I wouldn't think. No. But if she was the only one paying, then couldn't pay anymore. I was thinking maybe her daughter, who was turning 18 at the time, I'm like, oh, maybe she'll take it over. Never did. Well, they got the one now, was that Bucktails? Yeah, Bucktails is a nice place. It's smaller. It feels like it's smaller. There's only the one stage. I was only there once, and I was so shit-hammered drunk that I do remember a black girl's asshole was in my mouth. <laughs> <clears throat> I do remember a black girl's asshole in my mouth. Like, like I didn't even, I was sitting in the chair, and she just, she popped up and just fucking rammed it into my face. And I'm like, before do you know what I could, it smelled before, like at all? Do you know what it smelled like? It tasted like orange blossoms. <laughs> tasted like uh, that uh, Flintstone vitamins. Dude, I couldn't even... All I remember is this girl's assholes on my tongue. <laughs> like, <laughs> And you kept tugging it. Well, I was just, I didn't want to be rude. <laughs> I mean, if you pull your tongue away, it makes yeah. it look like you're an asshole. Yeah, exactly. I was just like, don't move, Brian. <laughs> You'll be fine. And I was. <laughs> but then I got threatened to be kicked out by the bouncer. And I'm like, wouldn't you know? I'm like, is- she put her butt in my mouth. She put her <laughs> asshole in my tongue. I didn't take out my dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she took it all for me. Yeah. No, that didn't happen. I yeah. don't think that happened. I only remember like little blackout moments and that was one of the blackout moments. Well, see? I had so many seven and sevens. It was outrageous. I remember when seven and sevens used to be the coolest drink. Ugh. Thank God I don't drink that anymore. If I do, I get the taste for it again, and that's bad news, Browns. 
Okay. That is true. So, yeah, I guess the girl's asshole in my mouth is a pretty good story, too. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's a comparable one. Well, a, a buddy of mine had sex with a girl in the uh, lap dance area. She thought he was Zach Brown. <laughs> I know exactly who that is. I'm just saying. We know who and, that is. And if, uh, immediately how to, after he came out of the uh, lap dance area, he's like, we have to leave. <laughs> uh, Her hole tasted like uh, chicken fried. <laughs> <laughs> no, not chicken fried. He was just like, I don't know what happened. I was just laying there, like, a, you know, that'll, leaning that'll back that'll in the... And she just know. ripped my pants off and started fucking me. And I, I wasn't going to say, hey, that's uncalled for. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because who would do that at a strip club? Just be like, um, excuse me, no, I uh, respect you and I respect myself. I'd always, once in a while, I'd make the joke, like, when I'd walk in, like, if I didn't tell him I was coming, uh, I'd surprise, you know, Katie and everybody right. that I'd just show up. I'd walk in the door and somebody would be on stage. I remember one of the girls I knew was dancing, but I walked in and it was like on a Thursday, so they really weren't covering the door. They, you know, they were, but he was standing up by the bar and not really looking at the door. Right. So I yep. sort of sneakily went in and I stood at the doorway and I go, Hey, there's a naked lady in here. What kind of bar is this? <laughs> <laughs> And I was thinking that this place had, like, you know, happy hour and bingo or but, something. Because I said it pretty loud because there was only five guys in there. And she ran off the stage and jumped on me and gave me a big hug. Here is hilarious. a great idea for a bar. <laughs> Strip bingo. Oh, I'm sure that's been done. I'm sure it's been done, but not around here. Well, of course not. I mean, people at bars, they, they play bingo around here, but they don't play strip bingo. Yeah, we don't want to see each other's... No, I'm not saying that we would ever. It's only the women have. But it's so it's a, a spectator slight. sport, not an involved. It is. There's a lot of holes well, in no, your okay, theory. So, no, so strip clubs have strip bingo. And if you want to go. I mean, have you been to strip clubs that actually have a, a lunch buffets? Fuck no. No, no they're actually so down in. Yeah, I understand it's a thing. I just don't want to do that. I, I I, I kind of wonder about that. It's like, who wants to go and have, like, you know, bangers and mash with the stripper before she goes and gives you lap dance, and then she probably shits all over you. You, you and your London. Well, that, or even, like, let's just say that. Hot chicken and waffles. <laughs> no, all of a sudden, next to you, it's mashed potatoes and uh, beef tips, but the beef tips are not the real ones. They're the ones that are not, like, the Hormel, you know. Oh, in the, the can. can. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, she's, like, giving you a lap hearts. dance, and you can just smell, like, she's just dropping ass. Like, right in front of you? Put your tongue in that asshole. No. I mean, she'd give me a discount on the lap dance then, for sure. Oh, you would assume. No, those are pretty cleanly. I mean, that's how they make their money. Right. So I, I, I had no fear of my tongue being in her butt. Oh, that is true. And then she was rubbing, so I got some of that pink taco as well, because she just went up and down my face. So she got one of these? Hang on. I actually got a picture of that. Like, literally. I do have a picture of uh, uh, of a pink taco. You weirdo. Why does that make me weirdo? Because I have a picture of a pink taco? Yeah. Um, I don't find nothing wrong with having a picture of a pink taco. If anybody had a picture of a pink taco, I think that's, like, the coolest thing that you could find. I mean, wouldn't you assume? 
I mean, it is Easter, pastel colors and all. Yeah, I, I mean, here, here's the picture of the pink taco. Told you. Well, it's not an act. It's a sign that says pink taco. Exactly. It was at the Hard Rock Cafe. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I hope they get goat. They probably do. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll save. I mean, I've got other strip club stories. Well, we can save it for next weekend, and then maybe. Oh yeah, when I went to work one time in Traverse City, Michigan. Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna be. Oh, talking. I went to one in Chicago too. Right. When I was going to work, what I think training. we'll do then too is next Holy week. Shit. Okay, so next week what we'll do then uh, for our show is we are then. Um, all this stuff should be in here, and we might actually then be able to uh, do it on uh, a camera and also uh, through Spotify. Oh, yeah, so we might be able to put it on YouTube next week. Don't yeah. know yet, but... Yeah, we'll figure it out. We're working out all the kinks. It's early in the game. Yeah, we're trying to check out this new setup, too, and all that, so... What else did we... Are we missing anything? I think we... I mean, we're already at 245. Holy buckets of fuck. Uh, yeah, I... Man, we got our, well, next week we'll go over our bar bucket list. We'll go over all the uh We'll talk about the, the goal party clubs. because it'll be the day after, so we're going to need a lot of bloodies. Yeah. Uh, we'll go over our list of what we picked out of the bucket for supper clubs this year to go to. Yep. And uh, other than that, we'll catch you on the flip side. Um, sorry that Robert couldn't make it, but, you know, some of us. He said he be... was dead. Yeah. <laughs> he texted me from the grave. <laughs> <laughs> the Undertaker has arisen. All right. Well, till next time, motherfuckers. See y'all later. You fans can stick it, brother.